Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. It is my favorite day of the year. I feel like a little kid in a candy store, but there's no candy here. There's only beer and hot dogs. I am so excited. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. There's not enough for me today to deal with this electricity pulsing through my body because today is the opening day of MLB baseball. You know, you know where the blood rushes? Yes, we got free glizzies over here. By the way, the boys are at Howie's Sports page all day. Van's been here all day. I'm a couple oat sodas deep. I'm a couple glizzies deep. If you come, dear friends of the show, if you're in your car right now, if you ducked out of work early, if you said, hey, it's opening day, I'm not staying until 5 o'clock, well, let me tell you where to go. Howie's Sports page right here on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. First drink is on me, friend of the show, and we got free glizzies for you, and I'll talk all the baseball you want. Oh, my God. It, it, the weather is perfect in here. Yeah. It is temperate. What do, you, what do you think it is, a nice 69 in here? Are we supposed to know what a glizzy is? Hold on. How dare you? By the way, back at the KML studio, friend of the show, friend in real life, uh, and boss in real life, super producer Jared Hart. Not real friend in real life. Does not know what a glizzy is. This is the year 2023. Everyone knows what a glizzy is. It is a millennial term for a hot dog that eventually got adopted by old dudes like me. I don't, I don't, I don't trust any of us. Chris, we're both in our 40s, oh, yeah. so we both know what glizzies are. I, I, I can't, it, is he talking? <laughs> no one else can hear him. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's, let's uh, adjust Mr. Burnett here. Check that out. Can How's that going? Oh, that's so much. Hey. Glizzy. Glizzy guy. Yeah. I was just saying I'm deep in my 40s. Chris. I know what it is. The mayor of downtown. I'm a little out of my element. I'm just not going to lie. I'm not, you know, this is uh, up, being up here on Tramway and Montgomery. At how It's great. It's great to be here. It's like I feel like I'm in another city. But, hey, it's opening day. It's windy outside, but it's not windy in here. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it is absolutely beautiful in here, and it's a beautiful start to the season for you mm-hmm. because you have a Cubs jersey on. I do. And your boys already won today. We're halfway through the slate. And by the way, every single team plays today. Oh, yeah. This is the way it should be. MLB finally got it right for the first time in 140 friggin' years. No stupid night games in Japan. No stupid Cincinnati Reds have to play the day before. Every team starts on opening day. Hope springs eternal. You think your boys are going 162-0 and this oh, year, Oh, yeah. Chris? I mean, you know, they say it's a rebuilding year, and I say, you know, let's, let's show them it's not. Let's go 162-0. and Right? You're on pace. We're on pace. We're so, on pace are, right? so are the hated New York Yankees. Oh, man. They're on pace for 162-0. and 0. 
they started the season out hot. Yeah, I saw Aaron Judge like he 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 went yard like right away. Like he was the first guy, right? First he got one. it out of the way. Oh man, Aaron Judge, the AL home run champ, yeah. got the season started with the first run of the year, yeah. the first hit of the year, the first home run of the year, the first everything of the year is of course Aaron Judge, the MVP of the American League. That's how you start off a season. MLB made all these ridiculous rule changes, and what did the Yankees do? They hit a home run in the first inning, and then their pitcher, Garrett Cole, struck out the first six batters. Wow. It's like, oh, my God, we hit too many home runs. Oh, my God, there's too many strikeouts. We're going to change all the rules, put the ball in play, have some more action. Are you saying the evil What empire? happens? Are you saying the evil empire is back, like they're going to win a World Series? No, they're going uh, one in 161 this year. That's going to be their only win of the year. Good. Uh, congratulations to the Yankees. Uh, it's going to be really rough for them out the rest of the year. <laughs> they, they wasted their win on the first day. Yeah, they did. Blew uh, their wad early. Five Can I ask five. a baseball question? Oh, yes, you may. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm younger than everyone else. I don't understand this game. Okay. Uh, Didn't they Lizzie for a while try to have a rematch of the World Series the night before opening day? Yes, they did, did that they for a while. Uh, a few years ago. Because it, it was dumb. Tradition. Don't get me wrong. It was a dumb idea. It's yeah. all dumb. They yeah. finally got it right this year with every single team being in play. By the way, Albuquerque drivers, 10-2. and two. Go the speed limit or barely over the oh, speed limit. Figure it out keep, out there. Keep your head on a swivel because because of your horrible driving, mm. my dear friend, my business partner, hetero life mate, and co-host of Two Men On on 95.9 FM <laughs> at AM 610, the sports animal, Fred Slow was late because oh, of I your tell whole, you what, Welcome I've, back to the program. I've never been late to radio in my 20-year career until this week, and I've been late mm. twice. What is going mm. on in my world? Christ almighty. Walking in. The, they got rid of that World Series rematch thing because they kept getting uh, – no one would watch it. There were no <laughs> ratings. Yeah. It was – people were watching re, like uh, Secession had their season debut this year or whatever last yeah. this week. It would beat that. They, there was no way. So, yeah, they got rid of it because it was garbage. Look, it's hard to compete with the Real Housewives of Atlanta. The Well, I mean, that's the best yeah. one of the ones. You also, <laughs> if you're going to start, why are you going to start the new season with a replay of the last game that you played the year before? Your season opener is not your season closer. It's not a stand-up routine where you're just working through material. Even with all the rule changes, MLB knows who their prime demographic is. It's me, an older-than-me, middle-aged white guy. Yes. You don't want to confuse them by starting the season with what the previous season ended What's on. What's this? They're like, is this a replay or is this opening day? I don't know what to do. Am I watching opening day or am I watching Cialis commercials over and over again? Yes. <laughs> Correct. I'm listening to the Cardinals broadcast on the drive over, and they're like, it's a pitching change brought to you by Depends. When you need a change, we got you. Wow. And I'm like, what? What are you doing, Depends? Prime this demos. Is, this is brilliant product placement. Shout out to friends of the show who showed up early. I don't know if they skipped out on work or they don't the, have jobs. the day off or whatever. They don't have jobs. But they spent the, the bulk of the day right here with the boys at Howie's Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. These jobless Had a lot fools. of fun. I think some of the people are still here from last night. I that's, that kind of looks like to me. Oh, you didn't see the back room? There's cots. Oh, nice. Yeah, they have their names above them. That's fancy. Yeah, you get too hammered. You just sleep in your own cot. It's sweet. This back alley is actually part of Howie's. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> It's a, 
smoking patio. Well, thanks smoke. again, friends of the show, showing up early, hanging out with the boys, watching some baseball. Because they're here, obviously, because this is the greatest sport ever invented. This is the greatest day of the year. Hope springs eternal. Anything could happen. The weather's about to get fantastic. Even for the Cubs. Even for the Cubs? Anything could happen. we got two Cubs jerseys. Oh, gross jerseys. Within arm's distance from me right now. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. See, I mean, we're not going to get a lot of wins this season, so we, we'll take the ones we get. I, I think I told you this. I put out a 30-bet parla- 30, parlay. Okay. I took the over and unders on every single team. Did I tell you this? Okay. Bad play, but go what? on. What? What if I hit? The over and the under Wait. on all the I, so I so I only am now moving forward betting overs and unders because that's my confidence in my sports knowledge. So I said, how many major league teams are there? Thirty. Correct. So I, t- I so I placed a thirty bet parlay on the overs and unders of every team and the Cubs. It was like sixty one wins or something. I took mm-hmm. the under. No. Okay, it's four oh seven and all your bets are dead. It's what? It's four oh seven on opening day. No, they're not dead. I have, I have one hundred and sixty two more days to wait for this. Thing. Over under on wins for the season. That's what I took. Okay, I thought you meant over under on runs in the game today. No, okay, because no. that 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 bet slips gone. The only over under I took today alone is number of balls and strikes assigned due to uh, pitching and batting uh, time violations. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good choice. Excellent. Yeah, there's already the there's over. already been a couple. So many. There's already been a violation of a runner going from first to second not going back to first base in a timely manner. So the batter got a Shut strike. Up. Shut up. Just happened. While you were avoiding wrecks so on I twenty five. First of all, I twenty five. As I'm driving yeah. in, the on the Cardinals broadcast, they go, uh, "Looks like you're gonna be assigned a ball here for not getting the pitch off in time." And they're gonna claim that the pitch com doesn't work. And you're like, <laughs> right uh-huh. away, you're gonna go to that? Wow. You're gonna pull that one out of the bag right away? Are you a magician? Are you Pilo? I mean, they've had all off season. They've had all spring training to find ways to cheat. And boy, am I excited for five o'clock Mountain Time. When my cheating ass Astros I, I was gonna say. show me how to manipulate all the new rules, I'm so excited. Can they drag a trash can to the pitching man? I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> that's it. At used to be Enron Field. Now it's Minute Maid Park. The uh, pitch clock is displayed on a trash can. That would be amazing. Yeah. Is it really? No, amazing. it's not, but it should be. Most uh, most of these teams who have pitch comp. It's like a little communicator from their belt, and that's how they talk to the catcher in an earpiece. But for the Houston Astros, it's a trash can. Yeah, it's a trash can. They use a full trash can to calm their pitches. You're not fooling us, Astros. That's not R2-D2. That's a trash can. It's a super trash can. This is the day the boy summer is back. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go on summer. Howie Sports page where you can get glizzied. For free. For free. For free. Well, fellowship. cost you fellowship. Well, yeah. then, and then, you know, if he wins that parlay, then the Glizzies will be on him from that point on. It's, it's going to take um, 161 more games to figure out. Well, yeah. less, less for some, obviously. Yes. To figure out if Fred I, hits I, his I, complete over or complete it, under parlay. I don't know if I can wait that long. <laughs> for real, like halfway through the season, I'll have a pretty good idea of all 30 of my bets. Right. Okay, and for real, it was only like $5, but the payout is like a million bucks. Yeah, because wow. neither of them are going to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. I'm invested. Way more invested than I ever was in fantasy baseball. There you go. Yeah, by the way, adios. The fantasy baseball, it's for the birds. Since since me and Manfred Fitzgerald Slow have had our, our, our man love in this, this modern day and age, 
You think about what it means. I'm not going no, to elaborate. You've been that. in the fantasy baseball league. Yeah. And this is the first year that you got just aggressively kicked out because you're so bad at they it. They did not. Kick and you don't participate. They did not kick me out. What they did was they knew better. They knew better. That's not than kicking me out. You getting last or next to last place every single year. Oh, so you're going to tell me they got rid of a guy who just donated 100 bucks every year? No. But well, what we they need competition. Was- you want to beat the best. Unlike your Cardinals so, in the NL Central, are we doing this right you now? want to play against the best. Are we doing this right now? Because I'll do it with you. You lied to me. Okay, go on. You told me in this fantasy baseball league, and you said you said it the way that like a sassy like inner city girl says it. You said best draft party ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were all garbage draft parties because you kept showing up to them. They, no, they were. They didn't even exist. <laughs> You were like, I was like, cool, where's the board? Where's the whiteboard? Let's go to Howie's. Let's do this thing. And you're like, yeah, we're going to do it online. First off, whiteboard? Yeah. It's the year 2023. Yeah. Just, the internet exists. Oh, Apps just board, exist. Just board then, not whiteboard? Well, I mean, you're white and you're easily bored, yes. so yes. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to go and, and play fantasy baseball with you through a Yahoo drafting app on an iPad I use one time a year when I want a fantasy baseball draft with the boys, with pitchers, not on the field, but in my hand, full of Bud Light. That's okay. my game. Well, speaking of pitchers, you can get them right here at Howie's Sports well, I'm Page, doing that corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Oh man! And by the way, your overbet, not smart. The overbet <laughs> of me having too many oat sodas tonight, smart play. Super smart. Put that on the board at this Letta Sports Book or something. Five or six? What are you thinking? No, that's the under. Oh, that's the under. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. On pitchers. No, his uh, beers. Beer beer number, not pitcher number. So I'm a pony pitcher guy when I'm at the Howie Sports page? You got big hands. I do. <laughs> <laughs> like impressively big hands. Very little NFL talk today, but I promise you we will squeeze it in as is important to me uh, to make sure that you know how much I still hate Deshaun Watson every single day of the year. Also, Reggie Wayne, for some reason, is speaking up, so we'll get to you about that as he says, no, Lamar Jackson's not going to go to the Colts. No, he's not Peyton Manning, but he did in the really super boring Reggie Wayne way, the exact way Reggie Wayne played his entire career. Super boring. Hall of Famer Reggie Wayne? Yes, that the was- most boring Hall of Fame career of all time. Hands down, with the best quarterback of all time, he couldn't do anything to ever draw any attention to himself. Like a loser, business, like a company man who just shows up. Doing- well, in like the 70s and 80s NFL, he'd have been all flash. But when you got to play the same time as T.O. and Chad Ochocinco, you look boring. You are boring. I looked right at him. Came out of the U. Should have gone harder. Should have been much better. Okay, he's the only guy from the U with, like, no criminal record, no controversies, nothing horrible that he did on his hands. Why, did you, why are you finding other synonyms for boring? <laughs> <laughs> I root for the good guy. Lots of Lamar Jackson talk. We will break down... Our Major League Baseball preview giving you what we think will happen. I promise you it won't all be a hyperbole. It will primarily, for me, be a hyperbole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've listened to the show before. Chris Burnett, how bad do you have the Cubs finishing in the Central? Uh, Probably last. If we get to 500, that'll be a win for us, I think. That's the attitude right there. With the new schedule, there's no way they're going to get to 500. No. Well, first off, they get to play the Pirates a bunch. Not as much as they used to, but they still get to play the Pirates a bunch. Whenever we get back, we're still at Howie's sports page, and we're telling you exactly what Reggie Wayne did say.
Major League Baseball talk as well. Come get a glizzy. It's Tumon on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Opening day, Howie Sports page. Oh my God! You don't seem very excited. How many today. glizzies have you had, Chris? I've only had one for lunch. We had them at work. <laughs> they had, they did, they had free glizzies for opening day. For opening day, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just downed one. Nice. I just inhaled one. That's why Van brought us back. <laughs> That's fake cough. That's fake he did. It was almost chew. convincing. Yeah. Reggie Wayne says, "Stop telling me to tell the Colts to get Lamar Jackson. The Colts don't listen to me." <laughs> what? <laughs> What the Look, what? If anyone's going to be a matchmaker for Lamar Jackson. Make me a match. It's going to be Meek Mill. Stop. And he's going to the Patriots. Meek Mill confirms Lamar Jackson to the Patriots. Meek Mill has Robert Kraft's direct phone number, and I love this story so much. We've already hit it on the program, but I just can't get over how a recently recently incarcerated Philadelphia rapper has Wait. an East Coast billionaire's Meek number in, in his jail? cell. Was. Oh. oh. So he's got an album he's coming free. out? Is an album coming out now? You think this is all publicity for his oh, next album? It seems like they go into prison and they do an album in Who, prison somehow. Who's they? He's, he's, who's they Chris? Chris, who's they? Rappers. Rappers. Oh, okay. Yeah, rappers, man. Wow. Like, like, like Afro Man? Uh, Afro Man's getting sued by the cops. <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah. He made a song about an illegal search at his home, yeah. and the cops are suing him for it. Reggie you Wayne, see that? Reggie Wayne says, Quote, Oh, yeah, Reggie Wayne. Let's do will that. Will you all stop atting me to tell me Colts to get Lamar? I have no way of making your wish come true. Hell, I'm still trying to get my kids to listen to me, let alone the organization. Is Reggie throwing shade here? Yeah. At himself? Or at the organization? <laughs> or his kids? <laughs> I'm sure he has wonderful, well-behaved, genius kids going to private school great at sports but there's somebody reading that tweet from the colts and they're like reggie wayne's just like me his kids hate him too <laughs> like that person exists man of the people he should have just said could y'all just stop atting me please <laughs> just <laughs> on everything everything could have stopped at the kids part yeah. he just said he just two like three words don't at me don't at me that's it that's the whole thing Done. hashtag lamar jackson and then they that's spun it. it they were like oh he must be talking about lamar jackson it's <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what big internet said. <laughs> right. The hey, I'm watching a bunch of uh, major league baseball like, uh, like opening day coverage stuff, and like there's like radio stuff. Or not this second, like like last night as I'm like winding down the night. Major league baseball network is talking about the NFL. Wow. Like the NFL is infusing. They're doing like a comparison thing. They're like, what guy is the what guy? And you're like, what major league baseball? You can have your own shine one day a year. Like, you don't have to compare yourself to the one thing that people actually do watch, which isn't Major League Baseball. Did Reggie Wayne play baseball in college or something? Like, maybe there's an end. 
There is there is a player in the National Football League right now which would be the best Major League Baseball player if he wanted to be, but he chose football. You could do that in a lot of sports. Yeah. Like that, for me, like every person on a rugby pitch could probably be in the NFL. Well, Elway was One supposed way. to pitch for the Yankees, right? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Tom Brady got drafted by the Expos. Yeah. He's like their last draft pick ever yeah, or something. Yeah. Or to play professionally or something. Correct. Yeah. And then Bo Jackson, you know, he did everything. So Patty Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Like, there are a bunch of those guys that if they had chosen baseball, like, I recognize all the variables. Obviously, we're just talking, like, super crazy right now. But all of those guys could have been the best baseball player. I look at baseball players, I'm not like, oh, they could have been the best football player. I don't think I see that a ton. Rarely. What about LeBron James? Which Which – what baseball position would he play? Whatever he wants. Duh, he'd be the best in at it. any sport. He'd be the player, ever. player coach too. Mm. Do the whole thing. There's one that comes to mind that should have chosen baseball. Florida State Seminoles relief pitcher Jameis Winston. He would have been so much better at baseball. There's probably some truth to that. There's a lot yeah. of truth to that. That's why I said it out loud. For but it. he, you know, what he did is he sipped the Dion Kool Aid. Because Dion Kool Aid is that like Sizzurp? No, it's like... Is that a, purple drink? What is that? Uh, it's a prime drink. Oh, okay, yeah. prime. Oh. Yeah, so you drink prime drink. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, because obviously Dion went to Florida State, obviously, and he had a chance to do either or or both, which he did for a very short period of time. And it was like, hey, what's the thing? Do you want to be sexy like Dion and go play football, or do you want to be boring like uh, Charlie Ward and go play basketball? That's a bad example, but you no, guys get it. I, I thought that was a good example. Thank you. I'm trying real hard over here. I, was, I thought about Charlie Ward earlier. I was like, who's the guy that played college football and then went and played for the Knicks. Yeah. yeah so, Ward. It's always Charlie Ward. When it comes yeah. My knees say everyone should have played baseball. Yeah. Because <laughs> all football did was give me horrible knees. Thank you, football. Uh, I think baseball. I still love it, though. I mean, there's some catchers out there that might yeah. ask you to, like. Yeah, that's why I didn't not. catch. I, I had did. bad knees already. That's why I have bad knees. From catching? Yeah. In grade school? High school. Oh. That was a dig right there. Yeah, it was. Take that, Clovis Caveman. He threw shade at you harder than Reggie Wayne threw shade at himself. He just dug us both because he called Clovis the caveman. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. That's a double shot. Double tap, if you will. A a double shot of what? Is this like a Howie Sports page? Double shot of Zinger, which you can get here right at (laughs) Howie Sports page, (laughs) corner of Montgomery and Tramway. (laughs) I'll get a double shot of Zinger. By the way, double shots of Zingers, half price today. Isn't that right? If you're going to add an athlete, <laughs> if you're going to add an athlete to do something in the front office of a team, first of all, if I'm picking the Colts, I'm not picking Wedgie Wayne. Wedgie, Reggie Wayne. If I'm picking any other team, like I could go through, we could do the varsity of what athlete you pick. Wedgie Rain. Wedgie Rain. That's a pretty good one. Thank you. But if you're adding a guy, I don't think it's Reggie Wayne. Like there's so many other Colts no. yeah. that you should add to get any sort of response. Yeah, Johnny Unitas. Peyton Manning. <laughs> Peyton Manning seems like he would be the one. A choice. Uh, yeah. He's decent, man. I mean, I guess technically he played somewhere else. But, like, yeah. here's a, I got an idea. Pat McAfee. Yeah. Like, if you're going to at a former Colt that you want attention made, it's Pat McAfee. It's not boring-ass Reggie Wayne. It's not Edron James. It's not Brandon yeah. Stokely. Or, say, at Colts. <laughs> yeah, right. At Colts. 
At Hashtag G- Jim Ursay. J underscore Hashtag Ursay. steroids. Hashtag cocaine to make sure that he sees it on the yeah. internet, allegedly. $20,000 in your uh, trunk. How about Tony Dungy? <laughs> at Tony Dungy. That, I mean, that's, there you go. There, you might get something. Yeah. But there's a lot of dudes that aren't that dude, and Reggie Wayne is on the list of not that dudes. Fan base. And I guess they're the team that gets Lamar. I mean, I. what are the other options? The Ravens. Nah. Obviously, there's league-wide collusion that the Ravens keep him for pennies on the dollar. That's super ruined. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. <laughs> He's going back. No. It's ruined. I just mentioned that. Some patsy, whether it's the Colts or not, are going to give him an undervalued contract, and it's going to be the only contract he gets offered, and the Ravens are going to point their hands forward at the table, palms up, and look at Lamar Jackson dead in the eye and go, See? C, and then he'll sign the contract with the Ravens. We'll say they don't get him. Who's who's the starting quarterback for Indianapolis? Snoop Huntley, bro. He's just Lamar Jackson with less injuries. <laughs> it's not going to be. <laughs> did you see what he did at the Pro Bowl? He didn't win no games. He was the best at not playing on the field but playing games off the field. He did so good. I don't know what these games off the field are. The Pro Bowl quarterback skills challenge. He oh, murdered. Oh, oh, the, oh, oh, he won see, the thing no see. one tried at. Yeah. Right. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Way I, to go. I remember yeah. when I was a kid watching those, and like a Jets quarterback would win that like every year, and then you'd be like, cool, and then nothing. But every you said a Jets quarterback, but you could have just said Vinny Testaverde. Or Ken, O'Brien, that, Ken O'Brien. Yeah. I've never heard of that one. That Ken O'Brien. Great. He was a Jets quarterback. That's a blast from the, the guy that manages the Staples on probably, Montgomery? Probably. Is that Ken O'Brien? <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> I think he's only over the photo department, so don't give him too much cred. Whatever. He's a shift manager. <laughs> which, which his days are numbered in the photo department because, you know, let's be honest, that's gonna go, oh, they're going to shut that down. It's the digital age. I yeah, they're going to merge here. that into the printer. Oh. We got bold predictions about this season of Major League Baseball, and we will give them to you whenever we get back. The, my big one, boys, my big Major League Baseball bold prediction, it's stolen. From another sport. Uh oh. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to Howie Sports Page. Yeah. We just heard from a new friend of the show who's never heard us how boring the show is. Oh, man. Yeah. We got that going for us. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Mike, our, that's the best kind of fan interaction. We're going to have uh, Luke Markwith is going to join us in a little while, the GM here at Howie's. And I have this radio bit where I say, uh, like, it, say you're the owner of a bar, right? Say you're belly up to a bar. Okay. And a guy walks up to you. He's never been in your bar before. Okay. He says, hey, you know what you should do at this bar? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the exact same thing in radio. Luke, you got Luke here near me. Put this headset on real quick. Yeah. So anyway, so this happens in radio all the time. So uh, Luke Markwitz joining us on the program. Luke, how are you, brother? I am wonderful. How are you guys? Oh, my God, you sound great. So so anyway, so we're over here doing our – we're talking about Major League Baseball preview stuff. And a friend of the show comes up, and they go, hey, I've never listened, but uh, sp- sports sucks. Yeah. Hey, what's, your, what's all this? <laughs> go, what's all this yeah, in the corner yeah, of this bar? Yeah. What's yeah. this? You know what you guys should do? Not what you're doing. 
never heard of the show, bro. I like that. He's like, I'm going to walk into this sports bar, walk up to some guys talking to the microphone and go, what? You're talking about sports? Luke, what's your best story of a guy walking up to you at the bar and saying, you know what you should do with your bar? You got a lot of those? Oh, all the time. And, uh, yeah, it's everybody's an expert, you know. But Sure. And, and if they're walking in and it's an empty bar and they're telling us that's one thing, but, you know, this place has been pretty full lately. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm getting, they're getting sure. drowned out by the crowd while they're telling me, you know what you guys should do in here? <laughs> See, I do that. I'm like, you know what you should do? Free shots for everybody. Yes, that's the kind that's, of stuff I do. That's oh, the yeah. one. That's the thing you need. Yeah. Major League Baseball season has started today. It's opening day, boys. Let's go. Buddy. Yes, oh, I just got this raging heart boner I can't get rid of. I got a big prediction. You ready? Big Major League Baseball prediction. Okay. If you make the bases 30% larger, steals should go up by 30%, right? Right, right. So, Gabe, that's my big prediction to start my big predictions. I got ma- this year in Major League Baseball, steals are going to go up 30%. How, so, question. I, you brought that up about the pitch clock that shaved, like, what, 26, 27 minutes off? 26 yeah, yeah, yeah. minutes. In the, what, how, much, how much did the steals go up in the? 50%. 50%. So, during spring training, wow. because, and it was a lot of players and teams trying to figure out, oh, friend of the show, Spencer from – Lacumbe bringing us a couple of Oh, what a hero. So that's the thing, though. We have our first save of the season already. (laughs) In spring training, um, just ample amounts of attempts at the the stolen base. Because players and teams wanted to see first base is bigger, you get a little closer. Second base is bigger, you're already a little closer. Like, does that pop time change? And I don't know if the success rate was so grandiose sure. that, that it's going to continue into the regular season. But I do think there's going to be more attempts. Absolutely. Well, you got to think the bases went from 15 inches to 18 inches. So that means the space in between first and second and second and third is six inches shorter. You know That's what, what I, you would think. And we all know six inches, it's a good size. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to at Ricky Henderson and say, hey, Ricky, how do you feel about the steals this year? Just see what he says. Yeah, Ricky says that this is getting too easy. <laughs> Stop at what Ricky. What Ricky would have done. Ricky would have stole two hundred bases a year on, if Ricky, there were eighteen inch bases. Uh, Everybody knows Ricky. If Ricky done was still that. out there running, they'd, yeah. they'd make the bases thirty percent smaller. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I'm not joking though, boys. I think there's going to be a life on the base pass, and I think it's going to be twofold. You were talking about that ball or whatever, or that strike that was assigned because a runner didn't get back. In Correct. Time. This is going to be a. Um, this is going to be a, a like a milk the clock kind of thing. This is going to be a, is he going to come? Is he going to go? You got 20 seconds when there's a runner on, 16 seconds when there's not a runner on. There's there's all these different dynamics, and I think throughout the year as it gets figured out. And by the way, right now guys are what, they're healthy, but on these World Baseball Classic years, guys are more tuned in to start the season. Sure. So I think you're going to have dudes just going constantly, and uh, and you're going to see it rise. First time in a long time. Wait, you're seeing it already. I've, I've seen a bunch of base attempts, uh, steals attempts already. I've seen a bunch of clock violations already. And we saw a master class earlier um, in the Mets-Marlins game of Max Scherzer manipulating the clock. Oh. Just standing there completely still and stoic for 15 seconds. Oh, wow. And then it, right when it turns zero, he starts his windup. And then the umpire gives uh, – the ref gives him the ball right back, and he just – with 14 seconds on the clock, he starts his next windup. So he's manipulating it already. He even manipulated it so much that he got a foul called on the batter that actually should have been attributed to him. He waited all 15 seconds and started his windup a second late 
and then right when he started his windup, the batter steps out of the box, and if the batter steps out of the box before the clock is gone, he gets a strike. So he's already showing us a master class in how to manipulate the pitch clock. And this is day one. Yeah. So like in sixty games in, we're gonna like we're gonna be like, wow, look at this. Yeah. There's gonna be people doing. I, who knows? I don't even know. Or it, or like you got your masters like Max Scherzer who already has it figured out, and people are gonna manipulate that, and it's gonna keep changing and evolving throughout the season. I think the way it's gonna evolve though. Well, I think it'll involve both ways because you're talking about the pitchers and how they're going to be able to control this thing and do this thing. Right. But, but already right now, and I don't see the percents, but from what I was watching and listening earlier, I think every batter I've seen with two strikes, and Luke, I don't know how much you've been paying attention here throughout the day at Howie Sports page, but every batter that gets two strikes calls their one time out immediately. Sure. And, and I think that's going to end up being a big dynamic, like at the plate when um, at bats, which, by the way, will already chess. At bats in Major League Baseball, right. we're already ch- this is now 4D chess. It's a whole level of like of thought and process that I don't necessarily know if the layman will appreciate. Similar to the way that I don't appreciate like left turns in NASCAR. Yeah. Well, let me no. ask you, let me ask you this: with the timeout, do you think like in games that are going to be like playoff games and or like the World Series? Teams are going to hold that timeout until like say late into the ninth ninth inning. Sure. Well, it's then- every batter though. Yeah. Every single one gets it. So oh, it's I didn't know one. That. You get yeah, yeah, one single solitary. Gets one. Yeah, yeah. Because you can use that to freeze a pitcher out, like you know, kind of like they freeze the kicker in the NFL. Like right when he's about to kick, they go timeout. You know. But we were when we were at spring training with the Rockies. Ryan McMahon, stud second baseman for the Rockies, pretty had good. a really good point. He's pretty good. He's like, usually, I step out of the box. I think about what's coming next. I overanalyze too much. I get into my own head. I start thinking about my mechanics, and I ruin my swing for a net bat or two until I get back on track. With the pitch clock, he's just sitting there waiting for the next pitch. It's see ball, hit ball. And, like, natural swingers like this guy aren't going to have that opportunity to trick themselves into thinking about something stupid. And they only have so many, like you're talking about the, the stolen bases, they only have so many uh, um, pickoff attempts they can do, correct? Yeah. So I think that'll, so is Major League Baseball, they're like, the, you know, the excitement's going to be in the, in the stealing of the bases? Is that what they're excited about? Is that? Well, they, just, they just want more action on the field. Yeah. And except for the beginning of the Yankees game, which is like just a giant middle finger to all the new rules. <laughs> like, Aaron Judge hit a home run in the first inning, and then Garrett Cole struck out the first six batters. He's like, we want less strikeouts, less home runs. Let's put the ball in play. Yankees are like, hold my Lacumbre beer. Yeah, Aaron Judge is like, I don't care how big the base is when I'm just running around them. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter, does right. it? Right. <laughs> I'll just blast it over the wall and just run around, and they can be, you can make them the size of the, of the but, field. I get that for Aaron Judge, but yeah. does it change if when Aaron Judge is at bat instead of a runner on first, he's holding a runner on second? Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's you have to then do what? You have to pitch to him a little bit differently. You have to, quote, unquote, go after him as, oppo- as opposed to working around him or whatever. Or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe now because first base is open, you end up making his moves. And I just think that the psychology of the game is going to grow so exponentially, literally because the base is slightly bigger. Correct, yeah. I like agree. there's a brilliance to this. Or, or every single rule change, that's going to I mean the pitch clock, the bases, the shift. The shift, yeah. You know, all of this stuff, like the pickoffs, like all of this is going to contribute to a new kind of 4D chess where you're trying to get the batter. You're trying to get the base runner to induce pickoffs. You're trying to get the batter to take his timeout early so you could quick pitch him the rest of the at-bat. There's going to be so many new nuances in the game. And plus the speed of it, I think there's going to be a better appreciation 
for the new nuances of baseball because you don't have to sit around for an extra half hour and wait. Well, you, like you guys were saying, I haven't, I haven't gone to a game yet, but like you guys were saying when you were in spring training, like the game was, was much more fast-paced. fast, fast you, were more, you had to like pay attention more. You were like more sure. in tune yeah. with the game. That, that's going to be interesting. Because baseball was kind of one of those things where you kind of went, you could talk to your friend, you'd hear the crack of the bat, you'd like balls in play all of a sudden, and then, and then you go back and talk to your friend for a little bit. The, I think that aspect will still be there. Yeah. But yeah. instead of like a Fred Slow style story where I'm going on for 10 minutes when it only needs to be five minutes, you're going to end up getting five-minute stories. Like yeah. you're going to end up getting a, hey, what just happened? Hey, what was that? Hey, why is this pitcher coming out with only 84 pitches in the fourth inning because he hasn't been taking – figure eights around the pitcher's mound yeah. the entire game. He's, he's gassed. He's gassed. Yeah. And that's a different dynamic. Yeah, advantage Rockies this year. So what you're saying you got is... A, you got the pitch clock and you're up at altitude. Mm-hmm. Like These dudes are going to be gassed. So what you're saying like, is, is you're going to have to work on your stories and get them down to five minutes is what you're saying. I mean, i got to fix my set. Okay. Yeah. That's, 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 you know, type five. Luke, what's yeah. up with baseball at Howie's? going to be all year long? What's up? Oh, yeah. We got, you know... Full package. We have every game uh, minus the uh, Diamondbacks for blackout reasons. Good, cause, yeah, because I also hate them. But uh, yeah, you know, we get some great baseball crowds in here. We're finishing up March Madness this weekend, and then we got the Masters next weekend. But after that, it's just baseball for a while, and that's a beautiful thing. Love yeah, it, baby. That. All day, every day. Doors open at nine a.m. here. Nine a.m. during the week. Ten o'clock on Saturday. Eleven o'clock on Sunday. There's a line at 9 a.m. What's, yeah, what's that 9 a.m. crowd like? That's the retirement crowd. Okay. It's, that's the, uh, sure. it's the old guys that have been up since 3.30 in the morning and already exactly. had lunch. Yeah. <laughs> they, they come in after lunch at 9 o'clock. So you're saying life goals. All right. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're ready to go. Whenever we get back more from Howie's Sports Page, we, can be, we continue our big predictions for the Major League Baseball season. And I didn't think I would ever spend 15 minutes Talking about the size of bases. So congratulations, boys. Well done. We knocked that one out the park. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The The Sports Animal. Back on the program, opening day of baseball, and the Chicago Cubs have been statistically eliminated. That's crazy. Well, hold on. That's so crazy. Uh, they're, they're on pace for 162-0. Yeah. and 0. What are you talking about? Season, man. Luke, can you believe this? Just Cubs are out of it already. That's you know, that's... They've, they've been written off before. I, I think they're going to surprise some people this year. Oh, okay. For 110 years, they were written off. <laughs> That's, this is the one, huh? This is, uh, this is the, uh, the behind the arm of um, and the bat of um, and the... Suzuki and Hendricks. The leadership of... Um, Bellinger and Swanson. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, Bellinger. Uh, I'll say it like a true Cubs fan. When Hendricks comes off the injured list and Suzuki, then mm-hmm. we might win some games. He won happens. one today without him. It's true. You know, that young team started gelling the second half of the season last year. They were above yeah. 500 and, and not bad in the second half of the season. They were just so far behind. But uh, And they have the good fortune of being in the National League Central where everyone is doesn't, garbage. doesn't matter anymore, not with the way the schedule's laid out. That's not well, the advantage. Still, this is why Houston take the under on their over-unders because they're not playing the AL West anymore. They're not playing that all those garbage 
pick up dub teams. It's, oh, okay. The two best players in baseball they got to face a bunch of times a year. All right. On the Angels, who are so, Arenado and who Goldsmith. Who are so super good every year. And Goldsmith are both on the Cardinals. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say the Angels? Yeah. yeah. They're I mean, so good at yeah. baseball. Yeah. No, uh, did you they're catch the best, uh, They're the best two players on earth. Did you catch Wainwright I, singing the national anthem I today? Mean, yeah, I did. Is it my ringtone already? Is that <laughs> oh, hey, Griffin, get a YouTube clip of Adam Wainwright so we could play it for Fred at the yeah, top of the hour. Well, I, mean, I heard it on the drive in, so I mean, just, <laughs> to play it for everyone else. It was impressive. I'll play it over the loudspeakers here at Howie Sports Page. We'll just get everyone to see it. We have literally I'm, already did that. I'm glad yeah. he's got a fallback career. <laughs> yeah. He's... He's the greatest at everything he's ever tried to do. Okay. Look, if Terry Bradshaw can have multiple country albums, Adam Wainwright can win a country Grammy. Yeah. All he's got to do is call Joe West. What's country a country grammar? Grammy? Is this a Nelly what? reference? Oh, a failed Nelly reference? I love that. A CMA award. Did I do that right? Adam yeah. Wainwright says. Country Music Association Award. Right. Adam Wainwright says, you can find me in St. Louis. Hey, instead of your stupid bet all the unders for wins, yes. you need to go find a book that has... Adam Wainwright winning a country music award in the next two years. That's the bet to take. Hey, any award for music that's fan-based, Cardinals Nation would come out and support. 100%. If if he put out a whatever, whatever, top of the charts. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Adam Wainwright is listing at number one in Canadian top Billboard 500 for country music and R&B. No, Janice, you could just play it over and over again on Spotify when you're sleeping. Don't you now? <laughs> just let it go. I can't use the computer. I got it I, on the Spotify. I don't think his uh, Star Spangled Banner is going to get the kind of legs that Whitney Houston's had, but it's, but it, it was better than Roseanne's. I'll okay. give it that. Sure, well, sure. I think Adam Wainwright has really nice legs, not compared to Whitney Houston, though. Rest in, rest in peace, Queen. Right. It's Okay. Man. Yeah. Take the over on Aaron Judge and whatever number people say for home runs. Aaron Judge this year will set the legitimate set his home own run. record. Yep, he's taking. I'm taking the over on stolen bases for him too because with his height and the and the bases being close, just enough, leans over two steps and a yes. slide. He's right. there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see that man throw darts? He's touching the bullseye. Yeah, cheating. That dude's humongous. I'm telling you though, boys, it is the uh, I, I got Aaron Judge literally setting the home run record this season. What you he started off with a banger. I mean, yeah. how can you? How can you argue at all with the fear that he puts in opposing pitchers, with the way the game is set up, the way now – because this is the last year that it will be uh, not automated ball strikes during the regular season. He's going to get the zone from every umpire. This is the one year when the home run record can be broken, and Major League Baseball will make sure that Aaron Judge breaks it before you get into a world where it's just carried by Barry Bonds forever. We've covered this on the program already. MLB already cheated for Aaron Judge last year. Mm -hmm. They put the juice balls in all Yankee games Mm -hmm. in the second half of the season. Now if they do it all season, that's like 104 home runs. Congratulations. I mean, I don't hate that. I say 104 home runs? Mm. You don't think that's enough? You think it's low? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's too low. I just don't. Yeah, <laughs> 117. Yeah. I just don't want to see a Yankee do it. I don't know. Uh, what is this? But what he's, are you doing? He's, hey, he's one of the good ones. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> yeah. There are two teams in Major League Baseball. Mm. One, obviously, the St. Louis Cardinals. The other one, the New York Yankees. The only team that matters in professional baseball is the New York Yankees. When the Yankees are good and hated, Major League Baseball is better. Yeah, when the Yankees when the Yankees are doing well, baseball is better. You need a bad guy. Yeah. And now that the Astros are the good guys again, you're welcome Yankees, you get to be the bad guy now. 
I love that you believe that the Astros took any shine off the New York Yankees. They did not. We're the evil empire. We use cheatery for success. No, no. We've been in the American League Championship Series six years in a row. No. We've won two World Series. It's like not the, the evil you're empire. You're like the patriots of, of no. baseball. Yes, and I'm finally leaning into it, and you're I not, love it. You're like the, fla- <laughs> the Houston Astros are the flash in the pan of Major League Baseball. They're, six years in a row. That's nothing in the history of the game. Look at the Yankees. Cardinals never done it. They got 11 chips. They've never been to six straight National League Championship Series. The only team in the history of baseball so, to do it. Every time I hear you say the, the number Houston six, Astros. Every time I hear you say the number six, I think of eleven chips. Six, you know, six. It's the best number. Six little chipmunks sitting on a branch, eating a lot of sunflowers. All my eleven all my chip uncle's ranch. Monks, you know the rhyme. Eleven chip monks sitting on the Cardinals banister. Yeah. Okay. Before they let people of color play baseball, congratulations. Right, that's wow. not true. Yeah. It's mostly World War II victories, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, because all the real players are out fighting wars. There's some right. truth to that. Yeah. There's low-key a lot of truth to that sentence. Heroes like Ted Williams yeah. left their team. <laughs> Would have demolished the Cardinals. It's not untrue in a lot of ways, but all we have is the history books that we read. You're all, we don't tell the whole story. Just no. Part of the story we like. Yeah. Revisionist history at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> the pitcher's mound should be taller, except for what? Bob freaking Gibson. Yeah. Because everybody that year, but he's, the, Aaron, he's the prime example. Aaron Judge spent all spring training practicing on stepping into the box with eight seconds remaining, giving the pitcher three seconds to freak out, and then cracking dingers. I am not arguing. 80 of them. I'm not arguing with that aspect of he's this. He's going to hit 80 dingoes. I love yeah. that. You th- so you're saying right now he's going to hit over 80. You're predicting it. If I had to go an over-under, 79 and a half, mm-hmm. I'm taking the over. Okay. What's actual? What is, what is McGu- it's, uh, not, it's a Bonds. What is his record? 72, 73. Okay. I don't know. Those big guys tend to break down. He's got to stay healthy. Yeah. Let's find out what the actual number is. That's a good point. I'm telling you, boys. 73 uh, is the number set by Barry Bonds. Because okay. Mark McGuire hit 70, if you remember. Right. And Aaron Judge is oh, going to hit goodness. 80. 80. The over-under right now is only 45 and a half. Take the over. You could buy extra home runs. Like, do it. Like, buy 10 more. Do 55 and a half. Hey. Increase your odds. Go up to 79 and a half. Increase your payout. Take me. the over. Okay, you do that. I'll be a reasonable Are they being. saying he's going to hit less because of the new rules? Because he just got paid, and he won't uh, try as hard. Uh, That's what losers say. That's what Cubs fans say. They'll just give up. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be 500. No, we won the World Series, and then we're like, okay, we're good. That's like, sweet. We're good for another 100. See you in 110 years, boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Waiting for another Back to the Future sequel so they can yeah. predict. <laughs> Correct, yeah. Asante Samuel weighed in. On the best coach in the league and the best quarterback in the league, I'm going to tell you exactly what he said whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Three sports animal. Now, now betting, betting for the, for the sports, sports animal, animal 
your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number two, two men, men on, Van Nunley and, and Fred Slow. Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back live at Howie Sports Page. Let's freaking go. Yeah. Lots of friends of the show here. I really like that. Would you look at those gold jerseys? And those gold hats at World you. Series champion Houston baseball Astros are wearing tonight. Which team? Isn't that pretty? Oh, my goodness. I didn't uh What TV is that one on? Well, he loves his country, and he's uh, uh, he's very proud. I mean, he, he would have done it. He would have took a broken thumb for Venezuela no matter what. When you say, Talking about Jose Altuve. When you said gold, I, th- I thought maybe the Masters had started. Oh. That's... Oh, wait, that's One green. week away. That's we got to make it through. Gold jacket, green jacket. Got to make it through WrestleMania first before oh, we start weekend. talking to Masters. We, we have the program tomorrow. We're on until 545, and then we are um, going to hand this broadcast over to the Albuquerque Ice Tops as they're on the road in Sugar Land. And then you, I, and Chris Burnett are going to board a Southwest flight, head immediately to Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. where we will then uh, spend two days at the – Spectacle of the Immortals, WrestleMania. Oh, I cannot wait for that. It could not be a better start to our spring and summer, and this cannot be a better start to the Houston baseball Astros season as rapper extraordinaire Megan the Stallion is going to throw out the first pitch. Never heard of her. No? She's only the biggest rapper on the planet. No right, big deal. Yeah. It's not a real no big, title. Not, no one's trying deal. to be There's that. There's a couple of mounds out there pitching. Hey, oh. Asante Samuel said publicly on Twitter today, Lamar Jackson, my brother, trust me, you don't want to play for Belichick. Wow. What? He doesn't. Like, Asante Samuel, I looked at his account. He don't ever tweet. Like, (laughs) this is not just like a. Someone had to text him, hey, you got a tweet. You might want to go look at it. Oh, all right. This is what he breaks the silence for. Yeah. You know, some haters have a mindset, and they're like, hey, I hate some stuff. He got a grind set. He out there, like, grinding against Bill Belichick. He using all the avenues. What did, what did he do to you besides give you multiple rings, Asante? Do you know what Bill Belichick's response was? Well, we got to go to the field. That's a front um, office decision. Cut the sleeves off. Oh, we, we, just, we do the best thing with the 53 men on our roster. Yeah. Though, He's sounding more and more Bob Dole as he goes <laughs> on. <laughs> Bill Belichick says. Yeah. Bill Belichick saying four, five years ago. How long ago does Santa Samuel play for him? Some years ago? Sure. Yeah. He's like, all right, boys, here's what we're going to okay. do. We're going we're gonna to really put the heat on Asante Samuel. We're going to play him really hard for four years. And then uh, eventually down the road, the best free agent quarterback that will be available, we will then gaslight Asante Samuel and reverse psychology <laughs> Lamar Jackson. And we still got him where we want him, boys. Boom. And then you're like, Bill, this is a crazy idea. But it's a pleasure to be here working with you. Let's go. Crazy right. like a fox. We need the uh, point-counterpoint debate with Meek Mill and uh, Asante Samuel. Oh, yes, please. <sighs> and also, if you remember... I think it was the one against the, the Super Bowl against the Giants when uh, David Tyree, who we interviewed at the Super Bowl. Mm. So he, when he catches that ball off his helmet, you guys recall. Yes. The oh, yeah. play before Asante Samuels 
has one go through his oven mitts. Right through his hands. And, like, Bill Belichick never let him live that one down. No. Like, you you played and lost the game. Like, that's what happened. Oh, yeah. Held on to it, though. This dude hates Bill. Hates him. Also, this is how much Lamar Jackson pushes the meter when Asante Samuel comes out of the woodwork. Lamar's got to gotta tweet back and be like, Lamar, he's going to be like, Asante, my brother. I don't want you on the corner during a Super Bowl. <laughs> like you have to like you have to equally fire back if you're Bill or Lamar. I don't For care sure. which. Like, well, you know, Bill's not doing anything. No, but someone who has some Bill Belichick ghost account on Twitter is going to murder this whole oh, thing. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, like, they're uh, gonna be so good. Twitter's version of uh, uh, Black Bill Belichick. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You're like, okay, got it. The NFL is becoming the NBA with the way the personalities are coming out of these dudes, and I am about it. There's a viral video today about um, the tight end for the Chiefs trying to name every head coach in the NFL. That's hilarious. And it's hilarious. Like, there's so much energy and fun and positivity. He's going to beat me for sure. (laughs) Yeah, he'll get way closer. I got 12 tops. Yeah. No, it's the best thing you watch today. But I I love that about the NFL because the NBA was the only one doing that for the longest time. For the longest time, it was like, you want personality and you want dudes? NBA only. Is the NFL, is everybody starting a podcast now? Yes. Because the NBA, like, everyone has a podcast. I think that's the world. It's the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the I thing- mean, easy to say for you, because a 10-drink minimum podcast yeah. is, it's, it can almost vote it's been around so long. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. But it's like, yeah, the NBA, all the NBA players, they go play a game, and then they go run home, and they, like, interview and podcast the guy that they played against that night. They're like, boom, boom. Well, they got it down, though, right? Yeah. And, oh, man. And, but that's not so different from everyone else in the media. Like, let's use, like, uh, the, the big one, uh, ESPN. ESPN has a podcast network that is everyone who thinks they can do it. And then the ones that catch fire, they end up putting it on TV. Mm. And oh, it's, wow. like, it's like, they're, like everyone's got their own system of filtering in this thing. It's like the and minor leagues. For, yeah. It for, is. Yeah, for ESPN. Yeah. Because, yeah. I Call mean, up. what's the cost of this thing? A couple hundred bucks for equipment? Right. Put a couple cool edits on it. Get a, get a kid who's excited about OBS, and then, you're, and then you're set. There's a whole section at Best Buy now. Oh, now you know. Yeah, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. But at the NFL, if they can grab that same bandwagon of reaching your audience uh, year-round all the time, whatever, I mean, I'm about that life. I think it's smart because now I care about an NFL player. Because for real, with their dumb helmets on, I didn't care about them in a long time. They got personality. Yeah. We they watched got- a couple of Albuquerque's own Zach Gentry did a couple called the Chillin' and Grillin'. Love it. With uh, Fryermuth, the other tight end from, from Pittsburgh. And it was just kind of them interviewing teammates and oh, nice. hanging out, cooking and, and talking and uh, sipping some simulated beers. And yeah. Uh, yeah. See, now you'll see the personality other than just the wide receivers. It's like the wide receivers <laughs> yeah, always sure. seem to be the, the ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Prima Donna doing push up, doing uh, sit ups in the in the in the driveway. Well, and now you write it in too. Like when you're writing out these contracts and these negotiations and stuff, like how much better of a career outside of the game of football would Ryan Fitzpatrick had if he on every Tuesday did a podcast or if he on whatever? Oh, yeah. Oh, he doesn't need it. He just has his press conferences. Fitz, but I mean, I get yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, look what look what the NFL's done. To the sports landscape, especially what we do. It is opening day of baseball, and we've talked more NFL in the first five segments. Yeah. And how are That's we not pull it how are we not talking about the player from the NFL that has leveraged the personality more than any person, Pat McAfee. Boom. I mean, punter 
Yeah. Pat McAfee. Like, everyone, you know, I mean, in the sports world, everyone knows Pat McAfee's name, but I don't remember watching Pat McAfee play. I don't remember that at all. I remember onside kicks. I, mean, yeah. I remember that stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I remember him tackling guys and doing WWE, like, struts afterwards. Yep. And I was super right. into that. But, I, you know, he's a really good example because yeah. uh, he has said uh, very publicly, very famously, he met Roger Goodell one time in his playing day. And now, a little bit, that product they have kind of has the NFL over the barrel yeah. when it comes to – because they won that lawsuit over using um, images for all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, – and they're the guys who got a – he's being sued by Brett Favre right now. Yeah. Because he says Brett Favre is a loser idiot, and everyone says that. Yeah. He's the one target. Well, they should sue he, us, he too. Luckily, we don't have that much money. He interviewed Vincent <laughs> Kennedy McMahon. Right. Went to In him. In person. Went to him. Flew to him. Yeah. But the point of that is, all of these guys make that product that much better. Because if once you get an audience listener – a friend of the show who listens to our show, they listen to other sports shows. And I know what our listener base is. We get some live. We do. I know we get a week. We get thousands. Yeah. I know we do. Thousands and thousands. And it's not people who listen live. They're not going to go back and re-listen to us. That's crazy. But the guy who does listen, they listen to the Kelsey brothers. Yeah. They listen to Draymond Green. They listen to, and if you can get the right playbook, yeah. you can do it. The Major League ba- I want the Major League Baseball one. Give me that one. Yeah. Give me the one by clubhouse managers. They got personalities. It's just MLB historically has been the worst, the worst. at showing their players' personalities. Like, NBA kind of turned a corner with the dress code, and they're like, oh, this is wildly successful. We can just let our players have actual personalities, and people are more interested in it. Well, I think what and happened- the NBA, like, just pushed that first domino, yeah. and NFL's like, oh, we're going to do this on steroids. Mm-hmm. We're just going to highlight everybody see i think that was the nba players because the nba was like we no longer want like you know the Allen iversons of the world we want everyone to show up like wearing a nice suit so then the players were like all right i'll show up and wear a nice suit i'll wear the nicest coolest suit you've ever well, seen russell yeah. westbrook with capri like pants <clears throat> exactly yeah well yeah. now to be fair to be fair, to be fair. Hey, uh-huh. all right. Welcome. Uh-huh. welcome to the program chris uh-huh. luke yes. to be fair uh-huh. i'm waiting <laughs> I want to see how fair it is. As a guy who's insanely <laughs> tall on his own, we just call them regular pants, okay? They're not capri pants. Mm. They're just hard to buy at the appropriate length. And just because I'm walking down the street and I look tall doesn't mean they're capris, boys. They're actual Levi 503s. They just don't go all the way down. You just got to pull up your shoes. Let's, let's go ahead and break the fourth wall here. You buy your pants short on purpose. I, they make pants that fit you. <laughs> You've heard of the internet. I like it. It's not like you're going to the old general store downtown and they only got three pairs of Levi's and you buy the one that's closest to your size. You like to show off your ankles. I, I like get my, it. I like my curves. <laughs> I show off my curves. More big predictions for Major League Baseball whenever we get back. I, um, I'm going to talk about the Mets for two seconds. After I do that, I'm going to apologize to all the friends of the show that I did it, but they have one player that I think is very good and that they're going to trade for Shohei Otani whenever we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 
Yeah, this is some opening day music, Steph. Bringing it in hot. I was thinking of that earlier. I love like, that. Like, what would your walk-up music be? My walk-up music? Yeah. That's a very easy question, and uh, I will give you the answer after I tell you we're only here because of our friends and sponsors community, such as we're live from the John Lopez Real Estate Coldwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. Let's go, John! As we are at Howie's Sports Page. Let's go, Howie's! Tramway. As always, we play on Team I-9. Let's we go, I-9! We start our days at the YMCA. Oh, the Y! Which I did today. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got a good sweat in this morning. Lunch and a milkshake that goes down at 66 Diner. That's what I did today. The boys are getting strong at Evolve Strong. You have yet to do that. And the weekend, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. The weekend's for WrestleMania this week. Yeah. My answer is Overkill by Motorhead, Chris. Interesting. That drum solo at the beginning of the song. Do an impression of it. How does that go? Just like that. The start of the song is a puttering helicopter? Correct. That's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible way to start a song. I'm not in Motorhead. Luke, what's your walk-up music? Uh, to vinyls, I touch myself. Yes. Okay. It's also my go-to karaoke staple, so it's... It's a very good answer. Super Mine is uh, Warm It Up by Criss Cross. Oh, Okay, that song answer. makes me want to jump. Well, with the name Chris, you got to roll with it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Warm It Up, Chris. I'm about to... That's what you're born to do. That's these right. are, oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. The B-side to, to jump, jump. That is correct. The uh, I've, Hey, I've, Luke, make sure you get at me uh, next time you go to karaoke. <laughs> that sounds like a night I don't want Oh, it's interpretive miss. dance. It's, it's a full, it's a full <laughs> yes. package. It's full, full show. Well, and we've been introducing Chris Burnett to our friends of the show. As Chris Burnett is now a staple here on the program. Chris, welcome to the program again. Yeah. Let's go on that. Glad to be here. Um, but one of Chris's uh, claims to fame, and I don't know if you know this, Luke, is he has more touch tunes plays in town than any other user. Yeah, so Chris has had over 5,000 touch tunes plays from his mobile device, so he's really a party setter. Oh, man. Trendsetter, party setter. Boom. Yeah, I've, I've wasted a lot of money on touch tunes, and it's usually I play Baby Shark ten times in a row right when I'm cashing out. Just get them all skipped. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just throw it up. Oh, yeah, I spend more playing at bars that I'm not at than I do when I'm here. Oh, no doubt. Whenever I walk into a bar, I will play John Thien- John Cena's entry song. Oh, man. So as I'm walking through perfectly. the door, it's mm-hmm. do 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 Fred, why are you just standing outside the door? Let's go inside and get a beer. He's like, hold on, 37 more seconds. <laughs> then, My, it's, then it's time to walk in. It's not like they're going to see you anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's jerking the curtain, man. He's My, right uh, there. <laughs> My walk-up, which I think we've talked about this on the show, um, I don't want a recording of this as well. I want it played by the organ player, okay? Live by the organ player every time. I need the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. I want that every single, like, I don't care if I'm coming out of the bullpen, if I'm going to take an at-bat. Axel F. Axel F is what I want, and I want it done by the organist, not I don't want someone pressing play. I'm better than pressing play. They might mix it up and actually accidentally put Herbie Hancock's rocket on instead. You right. Know? Mm. I was going to say, you're like, I want the organ player, not Herbie Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 it's do, Herbie do, Hancock. Do, 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 Griffin, did you write these intro musics down? Because we're going to need yeah, these we're need them moving in the forward. next four rejoins, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Pete Alonzo will be traded nope. this year wrong. at the trade deadline you're wrong. for Shohei Otani who is currently sitting in his final year of his deal, and the Mets will extend our West Coast hero, put him in the largest market. He already has the largest fan base. The one guy who can afford him owns the New York Mets. Pete Alonzo goes to Anaheim, 
where he gets, I don't know, $200 million. I have no idea whatever he gets. Something really good. Yeah. And then he just ends up being uh, meddling forever. Uh, I love that take, first off. Yes. Let's get that out of the way. Also, it's super wrong because the Mets don't need to get rid of Pete Alonso to get Shohei Otani. You just get him a, a giant bag full of prospects and realize that Otani's not going to be an angel after this year, and it's going to take all the money in the world, which Angel's loser owner, Artie Moreno, has already expressed that he will not pay. Artie? Sucks. It doesn't suck, though. He it, will be better in New York. He, and you can't trade him to the Yankees. No. The Angels cannot do that. The Mets is the only landing spot. I, I like that a lot, but they can just buy him. We'll wait till the season's over. Huh? No, they won't. That's what I'm telling you. Because the Mets will be in the mix. The Angels will not be in the mix come the trade deadline. They don't have enough around the two guys to do a thing. And if you're the Angels, and by the way, if you're going to be the owner who trains Shohei Otani, you have to be that because you can't be the owner who loses them. So you really don't have another option because you're not going to resign him. You want to try to get something for him. Have to. He's Shohei Otani is going to be both the highest-paid pitcher and highest-paid hitter in Major League history. As he and you've got to combine those two numbers. He's going to break every single record exponentially. Otani. He should get a, a figure that's going to have to raise the salary cap for everybody, the luxury tax number. Like, like, when, A-Rod, like when A-Rod got paid that first time. Demolish like, Everybody him. was like, what? Whoa, whoa what? Like, I think that's why, why Lamar Jackson's waiting, because he wants to see what that, so he can get the, yeah, he <laughs> yeah. the they're, they're adding Shohei yeah. Otani. They're I, like, I want the Otani contract. Forget the Watson contract. I want the Otani contract. Lamar Jackson has a good point. Much like Shohei Otani, he's a quarterback and a running back. Yeah. Well, and there's a bunch of other little conversations about that as well, which are like, like if it's Otani or if it's anyone who's making high dollar, do you try to hold out for a state that's not going to take your money from you? Because that's what A-Rod did in Texas. Yeah. Because A-Rod went to the Rangers because Texas don't want none of A-Rod's money. Right. That so, much money, it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't he's know. Gonna get like, <laughs> he's going to get like three quarters of a billion dollars. I mean, I think A-Rod's there okay. There hasn't okay. been a half a billion dollar baseball player yet. No. Shohei Otani is going to blow past that. He should get half a billion dollars for the hitter he is and a quarter billion dollars for the pitcher that he is. He's going to absolutely reset the market. And another quarter million endorsements. He don't need that. You ain't got to. The team ain't got to pay that. Well, that's what I'm saying. But individually, Asia will. Hey, but it's still income, is what I'm saying. That's the importance of the well, state. And where's he going to get more endorsements? New York, because that's a huge, large. market. I agree completely with yeah. that. Ma- you know, Madison Avenue. You put yeah. Shohei Otani. You currently have him where in Anaheim? That's nothing. You put him in Queens. Queens. The GDP of Queens. Like, I don't know, boys. It's, I'm, and I think it's Pete Alonso because his contract's coming up too. And then if you're Anaheim, you're like, this is the one that looks right. We ended up with a, a bad anyways, whatever. Like, I'm, not, I'm trying to not to go to New York here, but like, hey, oh, like, we, uh, <laughs> like that's, that's we how this. win multiple home run derbies. Super sweet. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to win any playoff games. But. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to make the playoffs. No. And it sucks for that fan base. Because to me, Pete Alonso, except for the home run derby thing, which is excellent, he's like a he's like a Matt Olson kind of guy. Sucks for Mike Trout. He's better than Matt Olson. Yeah, sure. It's the, the same fate will probably befall Mike Trout. Yeah. If you're not going to spend the money to surround him with talent and chase a World Series with the two best players on the planet, 
why have them at all? Yeah. I mean, they, they bring they bring they sell tickets. I mean, sure they sell tickets. Butts in the seats. Shohei Otani. I don't know. The the Angels aren't currently selling out games, though. I mean, I hear that take, but yeah, you could yeah. have the worst twenty five players on the planet. You don't think so? And after, Shohei Otani, and you're going to sell out. You don't think they're going to they're going to put butts in the seats after the World Baseball Classic? I mean, I mean, if 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 the Japanese fan base is flying across the ocean, they're flying sure. across the ocean regardless. The only thing, if you're talking about that specific thing, yeah. the only thing that would improve Shohei's drawing is if he was in Seattle. Oh, and that's fair. it. That's right. fair. Let's, let's take the Pepsi challenge. The Angels are number 13th overall in attendance, boys. They average just above 30,000 people a game, 2.4 mil on the year. Wow. Comparatively, the Dodgers doubled that, and they're about five minutes from there. Let's take the Pepsi they were challenge. Number one. I, I know the answer to this question because I'm a baseball dork. Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, name one other Los Angeles Angel of Anaheim. <laughs> Chris Calhoun. He's not on the team anymore. Can't do it. And his name's Cole, by the way. Close enough? <laughs> it's not close enough. David Eckstein. See, look. Scott Spezia. Crickets. I got nothing, yeah. Troy, Tumbleweeds. Troy Grouse. Yeah. I Jim even, Edmonds. I didn't even know they even had more You're players. naming Cardinals. That used to be <laughs> Angels. <laughs> yeah, nobody. A passive baseball fan can't name another player on the Angels, and that's despicable. That you don't break the bank to surround the two best baseball players on the planet with talent. I mean, Mike Trout's been what are the, you doing? That, that story for years. Yeah. And now you got Otani, too. It's embarrassing. The, yeah. I, the Isotopes drew more fans last year than the Oakland A's. Sweet. Oh, that's why there's all the, the movement talk, right? Didn't mean to disrupt there, but I just no? that's a fun one. Welcome yeah. to Vegas. That's, yeah, <laughs> the Las Vegas. You got to change the name too, right? And the colors. You can't right. just. Oh, yeah. you lose the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and it sucks because start from scratch. The athletics is such a famed baseball oh, yeah. lineage, and everybody. Reggie you have Jackson, you have Ricky Henderson, Dennis Eckersley, yeah. World Series championships in three different decades. Yeah. Like it's a big deal. I remember watching the World Series when they had the the earthquake. Yeah, yeah. totally. It was like eighty nine candlestick Bonkers. man, candlestick yeah. park. The to. To me, you got to – I mean, call them the Aces. You can maybe keep an A somehow. Oh, that's, their not, minor league that's team. not bad. It's their minor league team already. Oh, is it, oh is no. I thought that was the I Aviators. I mean, you could do it. Yeah. What happened to the Aviators? Are they not there anymore? Isn't that the basketball team? It used to be the Area 51s. Yeah, that's uh, smart. And they had the Las Vegas Stars way back in the day when they were in the PCL. Uh, the Las Vegas Aviators is the AAA team. The Aces is the basketball team. I mean, maybe. that's right. Yeah, strike that, reverse it. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about the Sherman Yemen to fling dang demo. Las Vegas Aces is the WNBA team. So yeah, it can't be. So I mean, that one's uh, taken. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. They can afford it. You know what I kind of hate about me sometimes is when I should know the names of WNBA teams. Like I'm not trying to be like sad, Fred, right now about sports, but like outside of the Sparks, today's I nine varsity. The, can we name a second WNBA <laughs> team? <laughs> That's no. like an old radio bit I used to run in St. Louis where uh, we would go out to events and we would say, uh, hey, would you rather have tickets to this women's basketball game or $5? How many times did women's tickets win? Still have them. Oh. <laughs> it just didn't draw. Oh. I mean, that sucks, but it is what it is. Didn't draw. If Pete Alonso stays with the Mets, what does Pete Alonso make? What's he make now? Twenty-seven and a half million a year. Ten years, two hundred seventy-five million. 
What is he? What is his current contract? Uh, I don't have his current contract in front of me, but I do know he has the same service time as like Matt Olson. Matt Olson was eight years, buck sixty-eight. You think he's that much better than Matt Olson? Because I don't. I do. Seven years, one forty. Yeah, it's I not think bad he, either. I think he's right around that. I don't think I don't think he's. Um, he might be incrementally better in some ways, but he's not. He's not admonishingly better in any way, in my opinion. I think he is. I think he's going to have to trade. <laughs> We're definitely going to find out this year with uh, the shift. That's going to make a huge difference in Matt Olson's oh, game. Yeah. You, because you – well, hold on, Matt Olson or Pete Alonzo? Matt Olson. Yeah. If he, could, if he could continue to put the ball in play in those holes that the shift wouldn't allow him to have. Right, good point. Right, right. His batting average is going to jump up. Pete Alonzo with the shift is probably the same player. Yeah, because he's all lift and drive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I want because I'm so pro labor. I want everyone to make all the money. I want everyone to get paid. The part that I don't think I communicate well is, I want them to be in the place where they can be most successful. And as I see both of these dudes, I think that switch is in place because I think, I think dollar wise it helps the Angels because you get a player who at least batting-wise, isn't the biggest drop-off in the world from Shoyotani, recognizing everyone is. But then you got a couple extra bucks to put around that diamond to help the Angels and Mike Trout and, and surrounding players. How much? How long does Mike Trout have left on his contract? I'd have to pull it up. Excellent question. Yeah. yeah. I can pull it up right now, though, while you guys are holding he's, on to it. He's not, I think, maybe two more years? Uh, he signed that 12-year. Oh, he got the 12-year, not the 10-year. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, See, I don't think he wants to go anywhere. He's got the perfect situation. He has anonymity. I, I disagree. He lives in, in L.A. where it's a huge market, but he can still walk down the street and not be bothered because most people don't know who he is. But I, yeah. I disagree on that because after the World Baseball Classic, they said that he called the owner and he was like, this is what I want. He's like, this feeling is what I want. Eight more years. And, I mean, you're not going to get that in, in Anaheim. Not unless they back up the bridge yeah. truck and get every free agent possible. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, yeah. And it's not just spending money. It's a, no. it's a bad development. It's a, it's a bad organization top to bottom. Pete Alonzo makes 14-5. They, they got lucky with Mike Trout. They got lucky with Shohei Otani. Oh, yeah. And everyone else they've surrounded been was been a bad free agent decision or a bust coming out of the minor leagues. Yeah, when they do spend money, it hasn't been on good contracts. Oh, the no. Pujols deal and the Hamilton deal and a bunch of those where they – just spent way too much money for nothing. Yeah, Anthony Rendon like had a shred of a knee, and they're like, "Oh, we'll still give you two hundred million dollars. This is fine." Hey, but but boys, and I use this analogy every time we talk about the "what has happened to you" one. Well, I always talk about the Detroit Lions, right? And I talk about when they took uh, the wide receiver out of USC, Mike Williams. Yeah, okay. Mike Williams was a bust. Mm-hmm. And then they the very next year, and this is the first round they took Mike Williams. The very next year, in the first round, they took Charles Rogers. Yeah, Charles Rogers was a bust. Mm-hmm. That very next year, they got a first-round draft pick again, and they're looking right at Calvin Johnson. Yeah. And they say, well, we can't take Calvin Johnson. We just had two busts in the first round of wide receivers. You don't let that dictate what you need to do to help your team. No. Those losers aren't Calvin Johnson. Well, good point. But if you're playing strictly off track record, taking Calvin Johnson is the move regardless of the past failures you've had. Sure. And I think that has to stand true for every <laughs> franchise and every decision as it relates to bringing players in. Just because Albert Pujols and Josh Hamilton and Anthony Rendon and uh, not even the good Weaver, like, just because all these guys got money they shouldn't have got, mm-hmm. nah. 
but you but you uh, you make a point of Calvin Johnson, but Calvin Johnson is also one of those players that was like, I'm in a situation where we're just not going to do it, and I'm done. I'm leaving. That's how bad they were. Yeah. They didn't oh, yeah. have Barry Dan Sand- Campbell. Barry Sanders did the same Barry thing. Barry Sanders did the same thing. The yeah. Lions have watched a lot of guys leave. I'm just going to quit football rather yeah. than stick around there. Yeah. Like Barry Sanders, how many years do you think he had left in him? Probably like two or three, and he's like, no, nah, oh, at least. I'm good. Well, I mean, getting hurt is real, boys. Yeah. Getting hurt is real. Yeah. The, the Angels are one of the teams that can afford to do that. They can afford to keep Otani. They mm-hmm. can afford to surround him with talent. He just doesn't. Doesn't do it. Like, half of baseball has no shot at a Mike Trout, has no shot at Otani. You're all of your Florida teams, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Yeah, so I think this week just Ken, start Xing them off the board. Ken Griffey Jr. is the third highest paid player on Cincinnati, the yeah. Reds this yeah. year. His deferred contract. His deferred contract. Yeah. yeah. It's like three point two million, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, yeah. I, and that's a whole other conversation about like salary cap and salary floor and if teams are trying floor to is where they need to work on because I mean these guys are all getting a percentage of that T V money. They need yeah. to spend a certain percentage. Yeah. I was having this to put out a competitive product. I was just having this conversation with a friend of the show, friend in real life, voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan, that X amount, you mean you, everybody gets together and you decide what percentage of your TV money has to go to your salary. You decide X amount yeah. of what your revenue sharing for small market teams goes to your salary, and you have to spend that every year. Yeah. There's no more getting all this TV money and... Uh, revenue sharing money and just pocketing it and not spending it. Well, that happened in the NBA. What was that like eight years ago? And they they brought in all that TV money and then they decided to split it with the owners. And it was really interesting because like that year there was a lot of like like all star players that were not up, but you had all these like bench players that were up. So you're like guy averages like two point two uh, points a game. He was getting he got like a seventeen million dollar yes, contract. Yes. And I was like. That, I was like, hey, good for that guy. The, well, I remember in, back in the day, Sean Kemp was like the seventh highest paid player on the Sonics. Yeah. And oh, Jim, yeah. Jim McElwain signed a contract for like $10 million a year, and Kemp's making like two and a half. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. The, the thing that breaks kind of the ideal yeah. on the rule on that, boys, is the San Diego Padres. So the Padres are a small market team. Oh, like yeah. You can act like San Diego's a big city. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's, cool. it's a cool city, but they're spending large market team money on their right. squad. And to be able to be like, hey, this is why it works. This is why it's hot. You cannot convince the Pittsburgh Pirates who profit so much money um, because they don't spend. Right. And, and although the approach that the Padres is using, which is profiting a lot of money as well. By the way, they're all profiting money. Don't oh, yeah. Everybody's not doing fine. But, yeah, you, yeah, to get everyone to play by the same rules, then you lose those advantages, um, which I, I think sucks. Yeah. I think it's – I. But you're saying they're all profiting, but you have the Angels owner, he's profiting more because he's not spending all the money. He's right. just got the two guys. Well, there's the opposite spectrum, too, because if we're talking about the Mets, um, oh, not Dolan, Cohen. So, yeah. Co- the hit money, he, because he's by far the richest, money to him looks different. Sure. Like, he doesn't he he's doesn't made that millions. statement. Yeah. Yeah. He don't care. Exactly. He'll pay Shohei. Yeah. And somehow trade for Mike Trout. Yeah. <laughs> Packaged all together, you could have our whole minor league system. Take them all. Yeah, give me those two dudes. Yeah, we'll be fantastic. I'll pay for some scouts uh, south of the equator. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, I mean, they would fill seats in, in 
New York and Queens. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, man. The they, Puerto Rico population there? Oh, man. Oh, they have everything. We've talked about him playing. We talked about him being trade. Id. Is there a third in game for the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson? I'll tell you whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the sports, sports Animal. animal. Yes. Now batting. Yes. For the St. Louis Cardinals. Playing first base. Number one. Fred Slow. (laughs) You suck! They do say that. (laughs) They do say that. So when I think of this song, I always think of Revenge of the Nerds when they're all at that competition and they're like, oh. clap your hands, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. yeah, wow. What a deep cut, Griffin. And he's, and he's playing the electric violin. Right, well yes. Done. Nice. Well done. I tell you, I saw a guy play a saw one time. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yeah, I'm from the South. Yeah. I've seen Neutral Milk Hotel. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, what is oh, that? Oh, that's a deeper cut than Griffin right now. That's some pinkies out hipster jam band oh, stuff. Oh, I did, yeah. And they played saws? Yeah, the guy had three different sized saw blades. Hmm. Oh, like a coping? Yeah. yeah. And, then he, and then he would take the um, the bow, and he would play a banjo with the blow. The bow. <laughs> the blow. The bow. Or you had to be on blow to think about that. Yeah, probably, so yeah. You're on to something. He bowed the banjo? Yeah. Dang. Pretty cool. That's crazy. That's a good indie movie title. Bow the banjo. He yeah. bowed the banjo. Bow and the banjo. Wait, we did that bit yesterday. Yeah, I do. All right, so here's what it is. We say Lamar is going to get traded. He's going to play. We say Lamar is going to resign. He's going to play. Well, he's not going anywhere. There's a strong possibility that he don't play at all. Oh, get out. Just, just nobody wants him. You think his, his character and integrity is that strong that he's just going to not play because he didn't get his money? Yes. Really? What do you think the possibility of that is? Uh, 100%. What do you think he's going to do, like Aaron Rodgers, and go on Jeopardy? No. No. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is I not. about that. Lamar Jackson is not going on Jeopardy. What an interesting choice. So like, yeah, we got a Alex Trebek passed away. Let's uh, figure out who we got to pick in throw in there hmm so you're so you're telling me the guy who quit the last half of the season last year won't just quit he was injured yeah it was like actually legit injured no no he was fine his teammates had his back and told him not to go out there unless you're 100 percent. so you're telling me this quitter had a bunch of enablers around him is that what you're saying wow Speaking of enablers, we're here at Howie's Sports Page Let's on the go. corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Let's go. I, I'm sure you could hear the chitter-chatter in the background, having a lot of fun on opening day. Yeah. There's boy, a lot of people. Your here. boy Alex Bregman's up on the screen right now. Albuquerque native Alex Bregman? Yeah. Oh, is he mic'd up and I'm missing it? Yeah. Ugh, I hate this job. Does that stuff appeal to you guys? <laughs> no. Those on-the-field microphones? Not Love really. it. I Love know. it so much. Outside of Francisco Lindor, I think they all suck. Give me all of that you got. Francisco Lindor is very good. Everyone else sucks. Alex Bregman can be entertaining in English or Spanish. 
So can everyone in Major League Baseball. You watch Pilo do magic tricks today. No. They can't. <laughs> what is that? I said I said no in Spanish. What does that mean? What is no in Spanish? No. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's no with an N on the end. Interesting. Yeah. You, you, you probably have heard that a lot, right? Oh, yeah. In Spanish? Probably German. Hey, no means C. Japanese. <laughs> I would have zero surprise if Lamar Jackson, if he doesn't get his way, and I'm not saying this in like a hissy fit, whatever. Yeah. I'm saying what's best for business. If he doesn't get his way, he don't play football for the Baltimore Ravens. He's just, oh, you're just saying he's going to say, I'm not playing for you guys at all. That's what I'm saying. I'll wait until someone comes along. Well, and here's the thing. Other teams are making offers. The only way that this doesn't work well for him is if the Baltimore Ravens tell me whatever quote-unquote legitimate offer that they made for him previously. If the Baltimore Ravens do that, then he can't. But it it has to be a legitimate offer. Because if it's not, if it's like a, like a bogus ho-hum offer... They've already disclosed their actual offers. What? No, they did they not. They were all very fair. No. What were they? Look it up. I think it's like uh, they thir- did. like one, like forty mil a year, thirty guaranteed. No, that's wow. not correct. I'm, I'm pulling it up, but that is not. I'm telling you, because if I knew what it was, okay. So there's an outside report. So this is not the Ravens doing it. There's an outside report that okay. guaranteed him 133 mil. What? That's not enough money. That's so much money. That's zero dollars. I would walk away. That is zero dollars. And also there's this almost guaranteed language now that people are using where you're like, hey, we'll we'll guarantee a 45 mil this year, and you're not guaranteed next year, but if you're on the team two days after the Super Bowl, then that money's guaranteed. And players don't want to hear that. No. No, they don't want to hear it, but that's the business. That's that's what they have to deal with. If you're not on the field, if you're not on the field, why should you be paid? If you're not playing in the game, you shouldn't get a game check. Well, you can't. I understand a certain amount of guaranteed money that goes part of the contract, guaranteed money, signing bonus. You could insure the rest of that. If you're not playing in the game, you don't get a game check. Well, but if it's you're as injured, simple as that. If you're injured, you want to get paid. I mean, yeah, that's not your fault. You're injured. Yeah, you back it up with insurance, just like the teams do for the contract. You could both insure your ends of the contract. Well, and when you do that, you can actually set different numbers. So, like, if you are offering, like, $125 million, you can set an injury number of $150 million, Yeah. And then you can insure up to that. That's a whole other conversation. But there's a lot of creativity to this. Also, if there is a $125 million, four years, whatever that works out to be, $30 million almost a year or whatever yeah. it works out to be, then that Lamar would have signed that. I don't think so. Lamar wants Deshaun Watson money, and he's holding Pat for Deshaun Watson money. No one on the planet deserves Deshaun Watson money, especially Deshaun Watson. <laughs> and I'll be clear here. I'm on Team Lamar. Same. Like, I want him to get his bag. 100%. I want him to make all the money there that he possibly can. But still, you have to be... Uh, reasonable enough to understand why an organization doesn't want to give this guy a whole ass bag guaranteed when he misses five or six games a year. It makes total sense well, to the, me why they're not going to back up the Briggs truck 
for a guy who's not on the field. Is this is this his first non-rookie contract? This is like the because they, they have the rookie contract and then. So this franchise tag is what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like and there's ways to do that, right? So you're franchised at thirty-four, whatever it is, right? Thirty-four million or whatever. So if you tell me you structure a deal where it's, hey Lamar, you make twenty million dollars, and then every game that you start, you make a million dollars that day. Sure. Wow. There's yes. no way. I'm, there's no way I'm signing it. No Why? way, because it's not because it's not what the idiots in Cleveland gave to the idiots they picked. That's an outlier. Just <laughs> right. because one idiot does something. So Brock Purdy's an outlier. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you, I don't care what other guys are doing, but I care if, if I'm not getting what they're getting. Market value. If, yep. If Lamar Jackson got the second most guaranteed money in the history of the NFL, I would say that's pretty accurate. But you can't pay him Deshaun Watson money. That contract's ridiculous. That's the only way you're going to get a decent quarterback to Cleveland. We're talking about Cleveland. No one wants to play in Cleveland. People get drafted by Cleveland, find a little bit of success, never re-sign with Cleveland. Are you calling out LeBron? Are you calling out LeBron right now? Okay, he left and came back. Close enough. Got a chip. Yeah. Well, part of the problem is it's always been the, the thing that the next quarterback just gets more. Whether he's better or not, the Correct. next quarterback to sign gets more. David Mills. But this, this Cleveland contract just threw everything. I mean, if Baltimore would have signed him before Watson, everybody would have been happy. He would have got a good guaranteed yes. money. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the Cleveland thing. And again, <laughs> Daniel Jones, not David Mills. Yeah. Good Lord, brain. Like, What's wow. wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the exact point. Yeah, the next guy is always going to get more, whether he's better or not. But And that's the, way, that's the exact way Lamar again, Jackson's thinking right now. And that is a incorrect line of thinking. Well, yeah, this Cleveland contract has kind of thrown all of that out the window because nobody else is going to give anybody that kind of guaranteed money, and nobody should have given yeah. Watson any guaranteed money. You guys are going to yeah. be proven wrong when Cleveland wins the next four Super Bowls. Oh, my God. Are you a Cleveland Browns no. fan? No. Oh. I'm just being sarcastic. Oh, man. Thank God. Because, <laughs> I mean, $230 million <laughs> guaranteed. I mean, you better. Hey, you know what baseball teams don't do anymore? Yeah. Bobby Bonilla contracts, no. Ken Griffey Jr. contracts. That doesn't happen anymore. That Bobby they'll, de- they'll defer money for a few years. You know, after I didn't the contract. realize Bobby Bonilla gets five hundred thousand a year from the Orioles as well. Oh, yes. what? On another contract, he's murdering. It's like a twelve-year deferment, but I mean, yeah. it was like a different thing. He gets that until like twenty twenty-eight. Hero. So his Orioles contract pays the taxes on his Mets contract. Right. And, you could blame. All of the you can blame that Deshaun Watson Cleveland contract on the fact that no one wants to play for or go to or visit Cleveland whatsoever. You could blame those '80s Bobby Bonilla, uh, King Griffey Jr. contracts on cocaine. I don't know if I see the. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to follow you down that path. Well, the guy that said that was one of Madoff's guys that, that did that with the contract with Bonilla. I mean, it sounds like sound financial advice. The right NFL right. tried to help out Cleveland with by making a, a two-hour Browns <laughs> commercial called Draft Day. Yes. And, uh, it's oh, still, that's right. It still didn't work Failed. out. Whenever we get back, we wrap up the second hour of this one, and we spend the final hour of this one giving you our MLB season predictions and preview. It's two men on live from Howie's sports page, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're about two minutes away from our MLB season preview here at Howie's Sports Page. Some of the best beer and worst pool I've ever seen in town right now. 
<laughs> Shots fired. Boom. Just saying. These guys were like, hey, will our pool game interrupt you? We were like, well, with how long you're taking over there, maybe. Watching the opening day of baseball here at Howie Sports Page, Luke Markwith with us. I am Fred Slovan and only Chris Burnett. Oh, hello. Boys, if today was the Super Bowl. Hey, we're, we're off air at 7. I'll get next game. If today was the Super Bowl, <laughs> how upset would we be if we had to work? Why doesn't opening day of Major League Baseball get the same love oh, man. that the Super Bowl gets? Have you heard this uh, this movement where people wanted the Super Bowl moved to Saturday? Who are these people? Uh, they asked uh, Roger Goodell. Who's they? Uh, some reporter. Okay. Said, hey, there's a, there's a lot of people who grumblings that people want the Super Bowl on Saturday so that they don't have to go in the next day and be hungover and whatnot. They should just get cooler jobs like us that started four in the afternoon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got I got three United States holidays that need to be enacted as soon as possible. Okay, opening the, day. What you already said, yep. opening day. Number one. What you already said, the Monday after the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And hey, voting day. Come on, let's give yeah. everybody the okay, day yeah, off. I do I'm, like I'm, that. Let's let's vote. Let's yeah. vote. Yeah. They should all be enacted immediately. First two days of the NCAA basketball tournament. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's true. The oh, Friday and Monday. Vasectomy day? Yeah, vasectomy day. Okay. That should be one. Yeah. Um, the Friday night SmackDown and the Monday Night Raw surrounding WrestleMania weekend. Those should be national holidays. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. The Raw after, yeah. Hey, what are, you talk- are you talking about the best weekend in pro wrestling is currently about to happen? Yep. Where Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, we will watch the greatest superstars on the planet Compete on the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. What you're describing right now is the, the thing we're going to do. Yes, the Immortals. The Showcase of the Immortals. Thank you. Showcase of the Immortals. That's correct. correct. Is that the new Marvel movie? It's it's better than. Yeah. 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 It's got <laughs> DC superstar John Cena, uh, Peacemaker himself. You can't see him. Oh. You can't in person can, this weekend. In I can hear him. Yes. As when he enters the room. Do, 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 do. Major League Baseball preview. Whenever we get back, we're going to go division by division. We're going to give you our predictions for the end of the year. We're also going to talk individual awards. Luke Marquith, by the end of this episode of this program, two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, he will learn how the pitch clock works. Can't wait. Can't wait. The sports animal. Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, men on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow.
Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to Howie Sports Bay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was eating a glizzy. I missed yeah, the Yeah, a little dead air. Some glizzy air. That's my fault, Griff. We're that'd doing be a, our. That'd be a pretty sweet airlines. Doing our Major League Baseball preview for the year. My St. Louis Cardinals just took the L against the Toronto Blue Jays after they gave up the go-ahead in the top of the ninth. So's life, boys. That's how life is sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. Predictions for this upcoming year. Big thank you to Howie Sports Bates for having us out. Luke Markwith with the boys on what the program. Up. Let's go, Luke. Always a good time having you guys out. We've got a great crowd out here already. Did you know Tina Turner wrote the song The Best about Howie Sports Page? Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. kind of crazy. I thought that was common knowledge. Yeah, simply oh. the best, better than all the rest. Better Interesting. Than, Most listened to song on the jukebox here, too. Live are the boys from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy <laughs> Studio. We, of course, start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Have our lunches over there at the 66 Diner. Burger and a milkshake? Thank you. I think yes. I will. Don't forget the weekends for New Mexico's vodka. That, of course, is Teller Vodka. Van is getting strong and evolves strong. That's what's up. We got a couple big announcements for April, so we're excited to bring some new partners to the program. So friends of the show, get ready to see your boys out a whole lot more. It's like whenever the whenever it heats up, we got to find a better rhyme. I had something there. I lost it. Baseball predictions. Okay. Okay. Are we experts? No. You. <laughs> I mean, you three aren't. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do standings. I think we'll do playoff fields and we'll do World Series championships. You guys good with that? I can dig it. American League East, okay, boys. That's mm-hmm. where we're gonna start. Sure. I think it's between two squads: the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Ooh, really? I do, and You're I think wrong. Tell me about your Rays. Go. My Rays go. They go so hard. I got the Rays. Okay, I got the Yankees winning the AL East in the regular season. Deal. But the Rays form like Voltron at the end of the year, pick up a bullpen and a starter arm, and the Rays, I hate to say it, have a really good chance of defeating my Astros in the American League Championship Series. So I got the Yankees winning the AL East, the Rays getting a wild card, and your Blue Jays getting a wild card. It's a lot of playoff action in one division. It's a lot in one division. Chris, what do you got? I'll say Yankees. I don't see anybody else that could come out. I don't know. I think the Blue Jays got some talent. I yeah. think the Orioles are better than people think they're going to be. Did they win today? The Orioles? I think yeah, they, yeah, they, they won did. Today. Yeah, they did. Adley Rushman went five for five. Pretty good. Pretty good. I don't think the Red Sox got it in them. I got the Yankees at the top. I got the Blue Jays right beneath Tampa Bay uh, after that. And then however it rounds out, it rounds out. Luke, where are you at? Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I think I'm going to have to stick with the Yankees to win it. Blue Jays second. Uh, I don't think it'll be close. People always discount my Tampa Bay Rays. They'll be right back again this year. stadium in baseball. They need to raise the trop is what they need to do. (laughs) Yes, they do. The Yankees have, like, sneaky good starting pitching. Like, even past Garrett Cole, they're, like, seven deep with good pitchers. It's not all about... Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton, like they can pitch, and that's what takes you through a long season. Yeah, the rotation is going to have injuries, though. The 
I guess you can't really bet on injuries in week one, though. Yeah, there's just too much talent there. You called it, man. I, I mean, it's the Yankees at the top. And you think three teams are going to come out of the East? Do you think the AL is that bad, or do you think the I East do. is that good? Uh, both. Uh, they're going to pick on the rest of the league. And I think uh, AL Central, only one team is going to survive. That gauntlet in the AL West will get two teams. So there's your six right there. Okay, I don't hate that very much. I don't hate that very much at all. Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton. I think you got two guys that are going to a little bit do each other trouble because they're going to draw the same amount of eyes for the same amount of awards for the same amount of prestige. But I think they're two guys who, if, and this is the qualifier and everything, they stay healthy at the very end of the year will be in the conversation as being two of the best guys in the entire game, at least offensively, playing it. And I think for any team to think they can get past that is is a misnomer. I don't think it can be done. I got the Yankees at the top. And they're going to do everything they can. I mean, they've had a lot of, I mean, for the Yankees, a lot of average seasons. They, I mean, they get to the playoffs over and over again, mm-hmm. but choke early in the playoffs. That's not what Yankee fans want. That's not what Yankee Nation wants or expects out of their organization every single year, year in and year out. You, so with the big money on Aaron Judge, with the big money on Garrett Cole, they're going to go all in at the trade deadline and pick up whoever's friggin' available. So do you think Van and... I mean, I guess the world. Do you guys think it's more than a 10-win difference between the top and the bottom? Are we looking at like a 90-win Yankees team and like a 80-win Red Sox team? Or do you think it's going to be stretched out further than that? Well, see, you, you mentioned it earlier that there's going to be a little more parity this year because mm-hmm. everyone plays everybody. Yeah, You'll be able to pick on your own division, just not to the same caliber you have been in the past. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, I recognize that, but that, I mean, that's not the question at hand. The question at hand is... Of these five teams, do you see, like, the Red Sox or the Orioles or a combination of both being at or near 500 at the very end? Or oh, do you oh see a 100, perennial... 100%. Okay, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, absolutely. The Orioles are a team on the rise. The Red Sox filled some holes in the lineup. Neither of those two teams are going to be good enough to really compete and make a deep playoff run, but they're both going to be competitive throughout the year and float around 500. Yankees with 90 wins are better. Better. Okay. Yankees and the Rays will have more than 90 wins. The Blue Jays are going to be right over 500. they They'll be the sixth team to sneak in. AL Central. Okay, this is where it gets a little interesting because I don't think there's a ton of talent in this one at all. I think this is maybe the worst division in baseball. I think that perhaps... Both Centrals are garbage. The, yeah. the boat, they're not great right now. No. 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 Uh, and, you know, I think I get this, too, because if it's talent or if it's ownership or if it's invested monies, that stuff is on the coast where it should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's where your return is at. With that said, if it's the, like, Cleveland Commanders or if it's the Minnesota Twins, Chicago White Sox, Kansas City Royals, Tigers, I don't think the Tigers will do a thing. I don't think the Royals will do a thing. I think I root for the White Sox, but I have no faith in them to come through. Is it a battle at the top between Minnesota and the Cleveland Commanders? I think it is. Yeah, that's exactly. You mean the Guardians? No, no, he does not. <laughs> he knows what he said. Oh. And that's exactly that. And I think I they're see. both going to be floating a little bit over 500. Cle- uh, Minnesota, I got Minnesota winning the division, edging out Cleveland. I think Cleveland and Chicago are just going to murder each other all year, pick each other apart. They're going to be floating around 500. And then Cleveland and Chicago would be like 
the seventh and eighth teams in the AL, just barely missing the playoffs. And then they just beat up on Kansas City and Detroit. Still, again, though, I think you're, you're using previous kind of understanding. But they still play each other significantly more than other teams. Sure. It's every not, team in baseball has a home and away against everyone. Six games. But you still play your division more than anyone else. Yeah, but it's not the 18 games that it was or whatever. Right. Yeah. So that, and I'm I think talking, it only went from like 19 to 16 or something, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, you, so I thought you gave up, to, I thought you gave up one. Yeah, you gave up a series. You either, you play your division either 12 or 13 times. Oh, that yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was more than that, uh, still. Uh, I would have to double-check, and maybe I have it wrong. But my point is that competitive balance part to where you're playing everyone twice, home and away, is, is to me a huge factor in this thing because you can't just set your team up to be successful against the guys you know you're going to play the majority of the time. You have to set your team up to be good against everyone. Right. That's an impossible scenario. It literally is just going to come down to best players. Well, I mean, that, that happens every single year of Major League Baseball. It's the dog days of summer. Like, that's why you have that long of a bench, and that's why the bench got, you know, it went from 25 to 26-man roster, so you can get that extra utility player or you can get that extra pitcher to help you through the dog days of summer, depending on what your actual need is. That, that happens every year. It's not going to be unique to this year. Chris, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to root for Cleveland. I mean, I feel like Cleveland. I mean, they're the they're the what they haven't won like since the Cubs won. Now it's Cleveland's on the on no, the. They're the longest, the longest. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to make. I don't think they're going to make any kind of a run in the playoffs. But I root for Cleveland win the division. They really outperformed last year. They had a playoff appearance. They did. They kind of did it. I mean, they kind of sure. did it. Sure. Yeah. I think they got talented dudes. Um, can't say no that you're wrong. And I'm going to follow your lead here. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Commanders <laughs> taking away the AL Central. Okay. That's not the worst pick. I mean, it depends on health because I think they're all going to be so close to 500. Whoever, after the All-Star break, is going to be the healthiest, is going to win the most games, is going to win the division. 13 games between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs this year. Okay. Well, the Cardinals will sneak out a couple of those. Yeah, what you did is yeah. you just gave away one home and one away against your divisional opponent. Still six games. Still a lot. But it's six times five. Yeah. You know, so it's, I mean, those those games that you were setting yourself up for for success for so long, you know, really good examples of that are the St. Louis Cardinals, are the Houston Astros, yeah. are the New York Yankees. Well, the New York Yankees are kind of a your buzzsaw. Car- your Cardinals can't pick on the Pirates. My Astros right. can't pick on the A's right. anymore. Yeah. Which I think is going to change the dynamic. Luke, who do you got at the top of the AL Central? I think Minnesota wins it this year. Okay. I think you're wrong. Well, a lot of people do. Does all right, does <laughs> does Minnesota win it if Byron Buxton plays more games at DH than he does in the outfield? Because that's the only way to keep that dude healthy. That's literally the game plan for Minnesota this oh, year. Oh, is it? They're going to rotate all of their fragile superstars through the DH. <laughs> you're going to see Buxton getting days off, and you're going to see Carlos Correa in the D eight spot to Joe make Mauer sure is coming back to make sure his billion billion dollar ankle makes it through the year. Uh, that's the dude you just want to be so good. Like you want Byron Buxton to be that dude because he seems like he's got it personality wise. He seems like he's got it yes like charisma wise, and he you know he's got the tools when his toolbox is full. Look, we were, I mean, we've been at Howie's all day, like since right after lunch. We've been here watching baseball with the friends of the show, right. chopping it up, having fun, and like talking about Byron Buxton. Like, there was a consensus at the table that this guy 
is an MVP candidate. This if he guy. Can, if he can play 150 games, which he's never done. So, all right, so that, that would sway my opinion. So if the Twins figure out a way to keep old boy healthy, and but also I don't like disrupting people's positions, like the, the, the triaging who can get hurt less or more and putting them in the DH position, I hate it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it builds consistency. And if they just buy into Buxton at the DH, figure out whatever they got to figure out on the outfield, then they're set. If they don't do that, they're looking up at the Cleveland Commanders at the end of the season. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, Cleveland has one of the best players in baseball. He can rally his team around him and make everyone around him better. They got a good, deep pitching staff. And just something magical about the Cleveland organization, they just pick dudes out of nowhere. And they're like, oh, wait, no, you, you got all-star votes now. You're in AAA in the Mariners organization. You come to Cleveland, and now you're getting all-star votes. That's how they, they, got, that's how they got Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. The AL West, before we go to break, it's the Astros, the Mariners, the Angels, the Rangers, the Athletics, and I think it's in that order. Uh, you're exactly right. That's exactly the way I got it. I got Houston winning the division, Seattle getting a wild card, the Angels floating around 500, and uh, Texas and Oakland is also in the division. I think I have the Mariners, Angels, the Rangers all floating around 500, and I have the Athletics winning 50 games it's gonna be rough it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough last year before they move to beautiful and shiny las vegas nevada next year where's justin verlander the new york uh, mets on the well IR. actually uh the uh, injured reserve yeah framber valdez does that thing this year he wins 20 games he does right he wins 20 games he can go deep in the games. He never gets tired. He's going to have a huge offense around him. Like they're going to, the Astros are starting the season without MVP perennial vote getter, actual MVP Jose Altuve, without multiple-time All-Star Michael Brantley. Justin Verlander is in New York, and they're still going to win in the high 90s of games. The Astros are a force. And look, friend of the show, loyal listener. I know you're sick of hearing me talk about my Astros. But I will never stop. I'm going to ride this momentum as a baseball fan and never look back. This is what a loser does when they find success. My beautiful Houston baseball Astros have been to the American League Championship game six years in a row, won two World Series, and I get to ride this wave. Chris, who do you got at the AL West? And then Shohei Otani exists. This is the best time in the history of baseball. I mean, is there a team in? Is that uh, hyperbole? Is there a team in Houston? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> not aware. You can call it Space City. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Houston. They're, they got too many. They got too many weapons. They're good all around the diamond. Yeah, not yeah. even close. Not Anyone even. else you got making I mean, the postseason from the Se- West? Seattle, maybe. Seattle. So oh, I think they're 500. Yeah. Luke, what do you think? You know, I, I'd like to see Seattle. I'm, I'm going to pick Seattle. I'd like to see Seattle win the division. Love that. There's no way. Oh yeah. Love that. <laughs> Not going to happen. Let's go. But Ast- I thought I was doing my Christmas wish list here. Not, <laughs> not Astros, Astros can get hit by a series of injuries. Altuve and Brantley's already down. Like, they can lose a couple more valuable players and start off really slow. Seattle starts off hot and keeps that lead going throughout the year. Well, I mean, they already Seattle's relegated loaded. from the NL to the AL. So, I mean, that's a good one. Nice. That's a super good one. Yeah. Whenever we get back, the NL breakdown. 
And then we gave you our playoff and individual awards for Major League Baseball. It's two men on live from Howie Sports Page, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Hey, sports animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The, the Sports Animal. Get it, Luke. I love it. Welcome back to Howie Sports Page. Happy birthday, Alex. Let's go. Happy birthday. I wish opening day was my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It's everyone's birthday every year. Poor Alex is getting screwed over here. She didn't even get her own birthday. It's, it's the nation's birthday, except for that one that Philadelphia gave us. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah. The, the Philly special? No. Independence Day. Oh. The movie? Gifted to, yes. Yeah. Independence Day, the movie. Was it, with Harry Connick Jr. Hey. That kick, movie slaps. Kick the tires and light the fires. You said slaps because Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in the face. That is uh, correct. You got right. the joke. Oh, damn it. Not supposed to explain the joke. Whatever, that's cool. I just watched Chris Rock's new special where he touched on that. Uh, it was pretty entertaining. I, I felt like he built so up. So funny. <laughs> we played yeah. the divinals, and Luke starts saying "touch" every sentence. I know. Come on now, Luke. Come on now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing our Major League Baseball preview from Howie Sports Page. We're having a lot of fun with it. We wrapped up the AL. Now we are in the NL, and the NL East is where your boys will start. The Braves, the Mets, the Phillies, the Marlins, the Nationals. I think it ends in that order, boys, unless you can talk me into believing that the Metropolitans are a better team than the Atlanta Braves, and I don't think they are. I think they're pretty interchangeable, but you see what happens to New York Mets. In New York! They're starting off as many as possible. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was an ominous start. $43 million to Justin Verlander. Boom, hurt, shoulder injury. It gets as metsy as it gets, but I still have them winning the division because they're just too talented top to bottom. Mm. They lost Jacob deGrom, have a Justin Verlander. They're so fantastic. Lineup's good top to bottom. And, Fred, how can you pick Atlanta when you're predicting Shohei Otani is going to be a Met at the end of the year? Halfway through the year is my prediction on that. But I look at that Atlanta Rotation, I see Strider and Freed and Morton and Wright, and I say, you catch pretty good down there. Mm-hmm. They can throw it a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're going to get up on the bump. I think it's one. I can't talk to you about bullpen, but I think that stuff kind of develops throughout the year. But Matt Olson can play. Acuna Jr. can play. Austin Riley can play. That Michael Harris, people are already talking early about him being NL Rookie of the Year. It's day one of the thing. I'm in on the Braves, boys. I'm in on the Braves, I think, for a long time to come. Give me Atlanta at the top. But I'm talking like like three wins between them and the Mets. I'm talking very close. Uh, I agree completely. And I think not only is it a two-horse race, it's a three-horse race Ooh. with the Philadelphia Phillies. Suck. Because they are talented top to bottom. And, hey, they were just in the friggin' World Series. That's pretty good. Lest yeah. you forget. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, got. You got to watch out for the World Series hangover there. Yeah, they hung yeah. over. Do they have a hangover? Well, they're hung over enough to win a and wild card. Enti- according to Luke's logic, the entire city of Philadelphia is hung over because they lose everything in the championship. It's not wrong. Chris, who do you got? I'm going to go with the Braves, man. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a fan, but you know, 
they they had one of the most dominant bullpens back in the day, and I'd like to see them kind of come back and be a you know, great baseball powerhouse again. They're on their way. They're loaded. And not only are they loaded, they're loaded on the cheap. Yeah. They keep getting all these superstars for pennies on a dollar. Ron Acuna Jr., Ozzie Albies, Who's Austin gonna, Riley, hey, he might Matt be the, Olson. He might be the comeback player of the year. Should be. Yeah. He was so hurt in 2022. They got four superstars for under market value who are going nowhere for a decade. It is genius what Atlanta did. Luke, they're going to be good for a decade. Luke, tell me why I'm wrong. Where do I begin? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Atlanta, I just don't think the Mets are going to be able to stay healthy as usual. I just think that they're, they're somewhat snake bitten and, and uh, it just seems to, they seem to find ways to, to screw it up. So I think the Braves win it. We all got the Braves on top. Do we have anyone else sneaking into the playoffs from the East? I got three. You got the Mets and the Phillies as well. AL East and NL East. I got I, three teams. Uh, you might be right there because I think the NL West and the NL Central is soft. Speaking of the NL Central, uh, Chris, go ahead and lead this one. I mean, I don't think St. Louis is going to do it. I think you're wrong. Keep I, going. I think the Cubs are definitely not going to do it. Oh. I mean, Pirates are who I think are going to do it. What? Yeah. The Pirates are going to be 13 games under 500, you, you fool. So? Oh, my God. Yeah. We the got Pirates the on-fire hottest take in the history of this program. Yeah, they've already been the Pittsburgh Pirates? Yeah. Well, the, if the Cubs are going to be, you know, if we get 500, that's a You're that's a drunk on rum. There's no way. <laughs> Why rum? The, well, I think Pirates drink Pirates. rum. Yes, yes, yeah, okay. That's, okay. That's right. Right. Yeah, 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 my bad. Gonna, yeah. I see. I see. I'll take that one. Yeah, the Pirates. Yeah. The pit, the one in Pittsburgh? Yeah. No. Are you serious right now? <laughs> no, I just can't pick the Cardinals. I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. That's also classic. So this uh, isn't this isn't logic or no, reason. This no, is pure hatred. Absolutely no logic. I know we're not going to do you it. You just feel sorry for the Pirates. All right. So. I, I was at the Cubs game and like there was St. Louis fans mm-hmm. screaming out on the field, and I'm like, and I'm from Albuquerque. I'm like, why are they not getting stabbed right now? I just didn't understand That's, it. I just didn't understand. I'm, everybody's like, point. oh, it's, it's called Midwest Nice. And I'm like, oh. Man, it's a real thing. Here's yeah. stab you later. You know how to fight Midwest Nice. Are you familiar with this? No. So if if someone is being so Midwest Nice that it's just like angering you, uh-huh. ask them to buy you a beer. Oh. Because they have to do it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> this is real. That's great. So if someone's Midwest Nice is really irking you, you say, hey, brother, buy me a beer. Because they they're so Midwest nice. And they get you a hot dish as well. There you <laughs> it's the exact opposite. If someone is being, like, not nice in the Midwest, you say, can I buy you a beer? Oh, oh it's the equalizer of all men, boys. Mm. The equalizer. I like that. Luke Markwith, who do you got in the central of the National League? Say it. I th- say I, it. I think the Brewers win it. Ooh. Oh, that's so wrong, too. I think the Cubs uh, contend for second with, with oh, uh, the Cardinals. I think the Cubs are going to surprise people this year. They made some moves. They they were actually spenders for the first time in years. How's their catcher situation? <laughs> I, it's. Uh, I felt like the like the fan at the beginning of the of major league. I was like, these guys don't look too good. <laughs> we suck again. Honestly, down the stretch last year, they were they were one of the better teams in the yeah. second half last year. Even though they were kind of already mathematically eliminated, they've got a lot of young guys. I think adding Swanson and uh, Bellinger. I think Bellinger has a bounce back year. I think the Cubs. Contend for second and possibly a wild card. I, mean, okay. I hope Swanson. I mean, they threw him a lot of money. I mean, I was like, gee, 107 was 170 million over seven years. 
like something like that. I was like, oh, so we'll see. It's money spent, not money well spent. Yeah. Van, what do you got? Uh, it is the most mediocre. I mean, the American League Central is probably the worst in baseball. National League Central is the most mediocre in baseball. St. Louis barely ekes out. Milwaukee has a good showing. I agree with you, Luke. The Cubs are better than people think they are. They've got some good young talent, and they'll show some, they'll show some people what's up. But it's St. Louis over Milwaukee by a hair. You're probably right. St. Prob- Louis wins the division. No one gets a wild I like card. how you three idiots just talked about the NL Central. Didn't talk about the NL MVP, Paul Goldschmidt. Didn't talk about perennial all-star, Nolan Arenado. Didn't talk about Team Japan standout, Lars Newtbar. It is a stud team, stud lineup. Tommy Edmonds going to not just jump off the face of the planet, become Average. the best middle infielder in the game. Average. He's going to do it standing in the shadow of the new best outfielder in the game tyler freaking o'neill average the st louis Cardinals. it hurts me to say that about an oh, irish st. brethren louis. that's what we're talking about okay <laughs> uh i, I probably I was... got one of Pujols' grandkids coming up through the minors or something yeah. you know well if they do he's 30 <laughs> yeah. he's too old already he's yeah. not a prospect anymore that's, that's not that's not what his birth certificate says though Wrapping out the NL West before we go to break, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks, Rockies. It hurts my heart because I'm becoming a Rockies fan through and through, but the division is the strongest in baseball. I want to pick the Padres. My heart tells me the Padres. I cannot pick against the Dodgers. I'm taking the Padres on top of the NL West. We got a fervid Dodgers fan who's not going to like what I'm about to say. Padres on top. The Dads win the NL West. Let's go. Silver lining, your Dodgers are a wild card team. It's okay. The Giants also in the mix. Chris, what do you think? You know, I hate to say the Dodgers, but I like to see the Padres, though. I really, because it's a small market team, I like to see Padres win it. I don't know enough about the two teams, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Padres. I want to say Padres, you should love the Padres because of their new kits. They got the best non-traditional yeah. jerseys in baseball. That's a good reason to cheer for if a team. The, if the Dodgers win 21 less games than they did last year, they still win 90 games. Luke, what do you think? Yeah, it's hard to bet against the Dodgers. I'd like to see the Padres do it. And, you know, I mean, it didn't take much to upgrade from the worst uniforms in, in uh, the <laughs> history of sports. The AL playoff prediction, the NL playoff prediction, and our individual awards after that. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The The Sports Sports Animal. Helicopter. This is, this is the one you thought was the one? Yes. Oh, this sucks. I'm so pumped. No, oh, I'm so pumped. No one in the stands. Let's go. This is not the white stripes. What? Well, Seven Nation Army is the answer. That is correct. Da, this is not the white stripes. Da, da, That's a good one. Da, da, That's a good one. This is Motorhead. Da. No one's ever heard of this. It's not an in between inning sing along. This is my walkout music. This is getting pumped this up. This is what gets me pumped. Gets Motorhead? Me amped. Who did like Triple H's intro music? That seems like a glowing uh, uh, review. That seems like a person that you hold their opinion quite highly. Well, it's all about the game. 
and how you play it. It's all about the Wayne and how you play it. Hey, I love that Seven Nation Army is kind of like the stadium anthem, and Jack White never looks like he's never been to a stadium for oh, no. a game. No. He doesn't look like he's he goes a, he's outside. He's a huge Cubs fan, though, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't think he goes outside. But that's like yeah, exactly. Seven Nation Army is like the only stadium song from our generation, right? Mm-hmm. Everything else is, like, super old. Jock jams. Jock jams. Jock jams. Yeah, if there's... you don't put some respect on who let the dogs out, you and I are going to stop talking. I do not put respect on who let the dogs <laughs> out. That is a statement you can make about Van Nunley. Playoff predictions. I got the AL boys. First round buys, Yankees and Astros. Give me the Cleveland Commanders, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Mariners. And it depends on who uh, the Angels, I guess, but I don't like it. Um, your Angels take is ice cold. Um, I also have Yankees in Houston getting buys. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Seattle. No, excuse me. Seattle, Toronto in the sixth spot. There you go, Chris. Yeah, Yankees, Astros. Um, there's, what, four? Mariners. Nice. Cleveland. Okay. Blue Jays. Okay. Orioles. <gasps> okay. Oh, I love that Orioles pick. I think it's oh, way down the line. I love it a lot. We'll see. Luke? Yeah, I'm going to go Yankees, Astros, uh, Twins, Blue Jays. Uh, I don't see the Rays. Mariners and Cleveland. I, I'm going to stick with the Angels. The only other one I think I could see is the Minnesota Twins, maybe, maybe, and that's all based off Buxton. So, well, well, keep in mind that they're a division winner, so they're automatically the three seed. No matter, what the, no, matter according, what, yeah. no matter what their win-loss mm-hmm. is. Ugh. Cleveland's going to take that for sure. The NL side, well, let's run through that one first. Who do you got coming out of the AL after you set that picture? I would love for this bad boy to come down to Yankees-Astros. I would love for the ALDS to be the two big dogs at the top fighting for the yard. I'd love to see the doghouse get renamed from Space City to the Big Apple. Give me the Yankees going to the World Series over the Houston Astros. I mean, that's, that's what everyone wants to see, right? Yeah. The two most hated teams in baseball going at each other, the evil empire versus the cheaters. Personally, as a fan, that's what I'd want to see the most. But I have this inkling that the pieces, the secondary pieces of the Tampa Bay Rays are that good. And I hate to say this out loud, Astros Nation, please forgive me later in the season when we win the World Series again. But I got the Tampa Bay Rays over the Houston Astros. Oh, yeah! should have saved you for last. Uh Uh-huh. Chris. I think Houston's going to edge out New York, I think. Thank you. <laughs> I think they have too many tools, man. It is his dude. I have a bunch of tools on that team yeah, for sure. Yeah. Luke? Uh, I'm, I'm saying the, the World Series goes international again in Toronto. I'm taking Toronto. Oh. Okay. The boys are all over the spectrum. Yeah, that's a little bit of the old one of each there. Yeah, who's, oh. uh, who was the guy from Toronto hit the home run to win the World Series? Who was that? Gary Carter? Joe Carter. Joe Carter. Joe, Joe Carter. The toe tap. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. It's okay. That was the thing I meant to say. Not Gary Carter was Not really Mets good, catcher, too. Gary Carter. The, the kid. My favorite president, Jimmy Carter. Uh, my uh, uh, favorite 
Carter. Rapper Sean Carter. Thank you. Oh, dude. That's a super good one. I totally blew that one. NL playoff predictions. Here they come, boys. The Dodgers will not be touched. They will be at the absolute top. That's a that's a bummer for the Padres because I predict them to win the division. Uh-huh. But let's be real realistic here. Wildcard teams can beat the division winners. Oh, they can beat them. Of course. Yeah, but of I don't course. think they'll finish at the top. It's the playoffs. I want to put the Cardinals in a first-round bye, and then I want to put the Braves, the Mets, the Padres, and the Phillies to finish it out, boys. How do you feel about that? Okay, I also have the Cardinals and the Padres. Oh, I don't also. I also have the Cardinals, but I have the Padres getting the first-round bye with the Cardinals just because they St. Louis gets to beat up on the National League Central. So there you go. And then uh, we're just going to do the buys? Are we going to do? Why did, I named them all, so okay. I'm not sure why you're asking that. So St. Louis and San Diego get buys. Atlanta and Philly and the Dodgers round out the playoffs. Oh, uh, Mets. And the Mets. And yeah. The Mets. yeah. Chris? I think, uh, I hate to say it, but I think St. Louis is going to get the buy. Um, St. Louis and I'm going to say Padres. Okay. And then rounding out Braves, Mets, and let's see, uh, maybe Milwaukee. I don't know. I don't like that one at all. But if the yeah. Braves ended up with the bye, I wouldn't be surprised over the Cardinals. Same. Luke. I'm going to take Braves and Padres with the bye. Smart. Okay. Very smart. And then uh, Dodgers, Brewers, Mets. Cardinals. I don't like the Brewers pick at all, but I'm following you on this one. I think the NL will be a little more poetic than the AL boys, and I believe because of the way baseball gods work, the NLDS, excuse me, the NLCS will end up being interdivisional. I believe it will be the Dodgers and the Padres playing each other for the National League Championship representation in the World Series. How do you boys feel about that? Uh, That's the most entertaining. Good job. You did it again. Yeah. Uh, but I have, and it, I've said it over and over again, ad nauseum on this program, I'm rooting for San Diego to overtake the Dodgers big time. I love the makeup of the team, so much fun, so much personality, and I'll say it over and over again, I love the friggin' jerseys. I got San Diego over a late-season surging Atlanta. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Hey, there you go. It's a good one. Two Padres representations. I think I might be the third in that. Luke, who do you got coming out of the NL to represent the old man's league in the World Series? I'm going to go with the Padres. Okay. I think we're all, yeah, universally. Look at that. the Braves. I don't hate it. Whenever we get back, our World Series winner prediction, and we give you MVP and Cy Young winners. I don't care about Rookie of the Year, literally at all. Okay. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Duke City's home for sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Final segment of the program, live at Howie's. We're wrapping up baseball talk. Then we're eating glizzies and drinking. Oh, so much. Glizzy water. So many glizzies. What? What is glizzy water? The water that glizzies are made in? Hot dog water. This Astros-White Sox game started at 5-10, and it's already in the seventh inning. All games will be. It is a new day yeah. for baseball. We Normally when we wrap up the show on opening day at 7 o'clock, we saw four hours of baseball. Yes. Left. We won't today. 
We all have the Padres in the World Series. It's exciting. Most of us have the Yankees. I got the Padres coming up just short against the Yankees in the Fall Classic. Give me the return of the Empire. The New York Yankees is your Major League Baseball World Series champion. <sighs> if it's to be scripted. If to Ar- be scripted. To be scripted. If Arian Foster is right and it oh, is scripted, I think yeah. the Yankees will be champions. But I'm going to choose the best two teams at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think the San Diego Padres will win their first championship in the history of the franchise. Don't hate that. Over the surging end-of-season Tampa Bay Rays. Not so bad, Chris. Congratulations, I got Padres the, fan. Uh, Astros over the Padres. Love this. Chris <laughs> is right. Never mind. <laughs> I got the, the kids of former Major League players on the Padres beating kids of former league play, Major League players on the Blue Jays. Are you saying okay. there's nepotism in baseball? <laughs> A lot of juniors on those two teams. All They're all juniors. MVP voting, boys, AL and NL. My NL pick is Paul Goldschmidt. Again, as he will be a back-to-back MVP champion and a little bit of a dark horse from the Cleveland Commanders. Give me Jose Ramirez. I believe he will be the MVP for the AL. Uh, Jose Ramirez is a very smart pick. Yep. To finish second in the MVP voting to Shohei Otani. Yep. If Shohei Otani plays the whole year, he's going to get the MVP. Unless Aaron Judge beats his own record that he just beat last year, it's easily Shohei Otani. If you want to make a bet, baseball fan or non-baseball fan bet for a or gambler, bet on Shohei Otani to win the MVP. Also, he stays healthy. He's going to win the MVP. If the over-under is .5, bet a combined perfect game this year for someone. Chris? I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to say MVP and Cy Young winner Shohei Otani. Oh! Put that in my mouth. Has that ever happened before? Ooh. No. Oh, not to my knowledge. Maybe mm. Babe Ruth, but we talked regularly about how those mm. awards. How can Shohei Otani get the Cy Young when Framber Valdez has 32 <laughs> straight quality starts and sets his own major league record? Breaks, breaks his own major league oh, record. Chris, give me, give me your NL MVP real quick. My NL MVP? Yeah, Ooh. the one that really matters from the senior <laughs> league. <laughs> Just say Paul Goldschmidt. I know you want to. I mean, I don't know enough. Yeah, I'm going to say that. That's, That's a good answer. Luke, yeah. what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Otani and in the National League. That's why the National League conversation is so much easier. Yeah. It's so much harder. What? Because it's wide open. It is not. The door is shut. Luke, who do you got? I'm going to go with Acuna Jr. Oh, I don't Smart. hate that. Smart I don't pick. Hate that at all. Smart pick. I got Juan Soto. If I'm picking the Padres to win the World Series, yep. I better pick their best player to be MVP. I don't hate that. Juan uh, Soto might have a 500 on-base percentage this year. That's Barry Bonds level. Chris, Luke, what if Wilson Contreras wins the NL MVP? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be pretty upset about it. If you're just joining, they're both Cubs fans. What if what if Wilson Contreras of the <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals, former catcher for the Chicago Cubs for like a decade... What if he wins the NL MVP with the Cardinals, guys? What about that? See, what you don't realize, it's all a long con. He's yeah. going to be poisoning the clubhouse. And I agree. He, he's a he's a he's an operative for the Cubs in the... He might even put ketchup on a hot smart, dog just in, to in the, blend in. In the Cardinals clubhouse. Woo. Just to blend in. I just had ketchup on a glizzy. 
before I sat down from the break. Also this, Wilson Contreras did not play today for the Cardinals. It was Kinsler, or Kinsler behind the plate. So he hurt starting off. See, the sabotage begins. Yeah. It's a long season. The sabotage begins. Super hurt. Get, you guys have any big predictions, anything out of the ordinary, anything? I know I just throw out, like, weird stuff all the time, but is there something you expect to see this year that you're excited about? Elite pitching. Yeah. All the middle, moderate, gray area, middle ground guys will be exposed. And this season, you'll really know who the elite pitchers are. Okay. Because if you put it in play – you're more likely to get on base. You're more likely to get on uh, to get a hit. You're more likely to score runs. So their offense will be up this year, and we'll really know who the elite pitchers are at the end of the season. I think we're going to see a, a lot more steals, and the steal is going to become one of those like highlight things where everybody's like, "Oh wow, the steal's back!" Here we go. Here we go. Love it. I think we're going to see a rash of jammed and broken fingers from people sliding into the new big bag because their rhythm and timing is now thrown off. Those things do look like a big plastic block. They've been sliding into the same size bag their whole life, and now it's three inches closer, and they jam their fingers and hands even with their big sliding gloves. Oh, yeah. Robbie Ray wins the AL Cy Young. I think Robbie Ray is bounce-back candidate. Is incredibly good. Getting better and better. I believe if the Mariners have a chance to be successful and I place them in the playoffs, I believe Robbie Ray is your AL Cy Young winner. And if there's money on that anywhere, I would say put a little bit on it because that dude is a dude. Framber Valdez in the American League does not give up more than three runs in any start all season. National League Cy Young winner, shout out to my beautiful and amazing mother, Sandra K. Nunley. Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins. Ooh. Shout out to Sandy. I don't know anything about that. Griff, do you have a big prediction <laughs> on your end? I always like the Rockies, but then I liked his Pirates pick. I'm going Pirates too. Oh, oh, there we go. Why not? If you had to go with one. That was my first Little League team. The- <laughs> That's your qualifier. Yeah. Thank you to all the friends of the show who came out to hang with us today at Howie Sports Page. Big happy birthday to Alex. Let's go. Yeah. We're going to have a couple Fredweisers with her before we leave the sports page tonight. Luke, anything we missed? Um, I think that's it. We're going to be here again Monday for National Championship. We'll be live from Howie Sports Page for the National Championship. There will be glizzies there, too. On Monday, it'll be a glizzy night. Van, final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Also, go Astros. Burnett, good job today. Thanks. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.